This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by GameFly, and you listeners right now can go to GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime to get a free month of unlimited games. And welcome to episode 251 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael, missing 17th Colossus Raparas. <laughs> Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio with me? Uh, disgraced Counter-Strike pedophile Chris Antista. <laughs> and I hate tall people and I'm Matt J. <laughs> and special guest, non-apologetic Mario Nipple apologist Matthew Allen. Oh. Mm. How does that work exactly? Well, I'm, I'm not sorry about apologies. having to ex- explain it. You're sorry, oh, you're uh, sorry not sorry. I see. Yeah, sorry, I'm not sorry. Yeah. It's a fun week this week because we've got what? the one of the prettiest mm-hmm. remakes that I think I've ever seen <laughs> coming out. Don't call, it a, don't, don't call it a remaster. It's been here for years. I know. It's just I, I thought it, we were getting a straight-up remaster. No, we, they already did that on PS3. Yeah. This is a total yeah. from-the-ground-up rebuild, yeah. apparently. That's what happens when you don't read previews. It's true. No um, one does anymore. But th- that is going to be the basis for our top five this week. We're Ooh. going to talk about games that borrowed from mm. Shadow of the Colossus in or some inspired way. By. Inspired by, sure. D- took some inspiration. Games where you can climb around on gigantic enemies and stab them to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but first, let's get into the meat of our very first segment. Which, as you who listened last week now know, is... Oh! Holy shit, Shadow of the Colossus on PS4. Uh, I didn't think I'd care that much, but then I saw it in motion, and that shit looks amazing. It's so pretty. Just the intro bits with, like, look at the detail in the rocks and in the the stones on the bridge. Oh, my God. Again, I expected a a straight-up remaster. Mm -hmm. Like like just a... a New game. Here you go. Right. Done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is not I a mean, spit shine. That is that is kind of what the PS3 version was. Although the PS3 version also added 3D, and that is and widescreen. Like it had to yeah, create elements oh, right, that right. hadn't been seen in the previous I game. I don't know about that because the elements were always there. They're they were there, but they were just the unseen. Yeah. Um, but it depends on how the cameras are rendering it, right? Because you know, usual trick of video games is it's really only rendering kind of what your field of vision is. But I mean, they. Please tell me they didn't do that thing where they just cut off the top and bottom a little bit to make it wide. No, no, no. no. There was like elements in that version, the 2011 version, that you didn't see in the 06 yeah. version. Yeah. But they were, they might have been there to begin with. But it's just because it's a first party game. I mean, some games aren't well kept, like right. with the code that can mm-hmm. be tampered with and maybe yeah. enhanced a little bit. But luckily, Shadow of the Colossus was. Yeah. But and I thought that's why I thought they'd do it again. It's not that at all. No. no. And it's an all it's a totally different studio than the original. I mean, that's what's crazy is usually you're bringing, you know, it might be the original studio saying, "Oh yeah, we built mm-hmm. this before." Mm-hmm. This is like an all new team re- completely rebuilding the game from scratch. And this is a game that Would it be? Remember at the time no like point. you you thought it was going to make your PS2 completely blow up. Like mm-hmm. it was pushing the limits of that system and more like I don't. I still to this day don't know how that game ran on PS2 mm-hmm. hardware. Yeah, made my PS2 like, yeah. sound like a lawnmower. I remember it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that and 
God of War were making my PS2 chug, and mm-hmm. then like they came out with God of War 2, and it's like, how does this look even better? And yet, I I feel like it's less taxing mm-hmm. on the hardware. Yeah, it made it sound yeah. like a, when a Dreamcast does anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the PS3 version, I, I wanted to say the 3D, uh, for those who've never experienced it, is like, that is the one game that used 3D, I think, really effectively to give... Uh, just a great sense of scale. Like I'll always remember looking up at that that stone bridge from the very beginning of the game with 3D glasses and seeing mm-hmm. like, wow, that is so fucking huge, and I can just f- almost feel it soaring above me. They dumb- released it with that PlayStation TV. Remember that? Oh yeah. The, well, dumb I question. I, I was looking into TVs. It being the big game this week, guys. Mm-hmm. Go Eagles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But for real, it's a good time to shop for a television. Uh, nobody announced 3D TVs this year. Mm-mm. Like that's kind of no, dead. They were, I mean, they were gone yeah, at CES. Yeah. The current CES. TVs are already yeah. dead. If you if you want that yeah. functionality in a new TV, it's expensive and hard to find. But is that something PSVR could do? Um, are they are they fundamentally the same technologies? Possibly? The way they're displayed. Um, I mean, I, I'm guessing if they haven't done it with a Shadow of Colossus 2018 mix, if yeah. It, it's not that easy. I'm, first I'm sure they could do it if they wanted to, but mm-hmm. I mean, you would be sacrificing some of the resolution, mm-hmm. obviously. And then there's sort of the trouble of how do you present a game like that in 3D without making people kind of nauseous? Do you, yeah. you have a third person camera, which is a little disorienting? Uh, oh, that, that was you make it first you, person. So this is this is. I hate having to ask this question. I am sorry, console owners. What did you decide? Cinematic presentation, or what was it? The, uh, the other option? Performance. performance. Yeah. Which is basically what? Frame rate versus resolution? Yeah. Like, yes. when you I went with on... resolution, and it still looks Well, amazing. we've... It looks I, great. I was just curious, like, you hit start, you can just flip it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought it would, like, oh, this is going to take a while oh, like to re- re-render. Oh, okay. So, you could just... You could do it. It was really weird. Something about the Colossi moving in 60 frames a second... Didn't looked wrong. Yeah, well, and I'm not I was a purist. About to say, I feel like for a more cinematic approach, mm-hmm. you would be going more toward 30 frames. Or yes. what's a, what's the cinema standard? 20, 24.97. Whereas 60, it, it might even give that kind of like Mexican soap opera look, mm-hmm. like when you do the motion <laughs> smoothing it like. on a it TV. Was, it, it looks was, like your grandma's TV. When when Wander <laughs> is just running around, like it's fine. But then like somehow it took it took the the scariness out of the Colossi to like see them moving in those full frames and I was mm. like Matt maybe turn it off like you can see it on our stream we flip it back and forth to see mm. what the effects look like yeah. uh, and it's it's really so neat. this one had the two because some games have three options which is like resolution or frame rate or they'll put more stuff it'll be like oh we're gonna have more par- like, like particle more effects and more grass yeah. more is more grip lizards it, it says yeah. like do you want graphics or resolution like yeah. what the fuck are you talking and they, and about and I think what they're doing there is it's it's more particle effects and things like smoke and and like you know effects when you like sparks when your sword hits or even mm. like for, things like the plants in the environment mm. those take up a lot of uh, memory but aren't necessarily part of the gameplay experience mm-hmm. you know so but I, I will say uh, you were saying like that the whole game is remade it does just feel like the graphics have been remade like these are way prettier from like the top to the bottom yeah. than you remember it still plays um, like but, the old oh it's did. it's like just as janky as you remember or maybe don't remember <laughs> if you're saying it through rose colored glasses but like that initial period of adjustment of trying to get used to making wander run around and jump and then make the horse go mm-hmm. is is still there you see me do that still on the stream sort of yeah, actually and yeah. watching yeah yeah twitch.com slash laser time i was watching you guys play it uh this week and 
there's like this weird effect where at one point your guy just kind of loses his grip and is kind of floating and sliding along the monster mm-hmm. and nothing's really moving and it's kind of like oh, mm-hmm. okay so there's there's where that jank comes in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's still it's still beautiful the game's oh, a yeah. masterpiece oh absolutely yeah. it's, it's yeah. only forty bucks so like I, and I haven't finished it so I just said like fuck it I'll buy it like I didn't buy the last one um, we played half of it. On that stream, because you're well, you you're good at it. You I, know what to do. It's one of my favorite games. You ever. took out the first three colossus in like ten minutes. Did you three or four? Like, was it only three in, in like in like fifteen minutes. Three were done. Okay, so, so you you must have played on PS3 then, right? I played yeah. on PS2 and PS3. Mm-hmm. See, that's each, the thing. Them it's been long enough for me where I'm looking forward to going back and like kind of I've, I've lost almost all memory of like the specifics of okay, mm-hmm. how do I take down these monsters or colossi, whatever you want to call them. But um, I don't know if that's their name. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, but I so at this point, it's for me, it's going to be like getting to re-experience a classic, but um, yeah, I kind of wonder the people who played it in the last generation. I'm sure, I'm sure it's still just as good, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, eh, you're probably going to remember it's most just, of it. I, I thought I wouldn't remember it, because every Colossus is a puzzle, and once you figure it out, it's just yeah. managing your stamina to get to the top of them, right. and I just re- re- all the ones we did, I was like, oh yeah, this is how you get them, and I just went up and just I, fucked them I up right away. the beginning enough to know it wasn't I could not go through it as fast as Matt did, but you remembered before you got to it where the guy's hit point is yeah. and know how to get to it. Like, oh yeah, it's and on like, swing. Go get his swing. If you're playing it for the first time, it'll take you a little and like and let that play with that a little bit. Let mm-hmm. it let it wash yeah. over you. Try and figure it out. That the reason why I haven't finished it is because those puzzles are so rewarding to solve. When I couldn't do one, I felt like a bastard and just quit because I couldn't mm. cheat. You don't want to look it up? Yeah, I didn't want to look it up. I thought it was because yeah. the game was it was so rewarding to figure it out on my own. Well, then you'd go to Game Facts and you'd be like, oh, now I feel bad about 9-11 because I'm thinking about all the people that died. And <laughs> then to go back and play the game. Now, I, even, I even little things that I had forgotten, like I saw you guys in the stream, when you lift the sword and the reflection directs your guy toward mm-hmm. the, the next you know big mm-hmm. monster or whatever, I, for me, I was like, oh, yeah, that was... That was how you did, and that was so cool. And like, no game's ever done that since. Yeah, like, there's no it, dialogue. It, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's why I thought like I thought it was a fun idea to do uh, Shadow of the Colossus ripoffs because I think if it was easy to make, somebody would have tried, and nobody has. No, mm. nobody has. Well, uh, well, <laughs> nobody has been able to make a convincing, like fully intricate, interactive, flying, moving part like level that yeah. moves mm. around. This game is not the Dark Souls with. of anything. I it wish is not influenced. Yeah, I wish. Oh, there, there is like one project that mm-hmm. like. When when it was revealed on Kickstarter, everybody said like you're just making a Shadow of the Colossus clone, and mm-hmm. they're like, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's called like Pray for the Gods, I think. Okay. And uh, it was originally spelled P R E Y, but then Bethesda's yeah. like, no, we have Pray, so now it's spelled like P R A E Y. What? What? Which Fuck is that. silly. They should have called it Pray Thesda to the Gods. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> it's a don't own that. game now, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, it's one of those games where it's been. Almost twenty years that it took it took Oeda like almost twenty to come out with his next game. That's how much of a classic it is, right? So mm-hmm. it's been... which I haven't played that. I've played Eco. I have played Shadow Colossus many times. I've not played Does... Legends of the Guardian. The out. What's that game called? The Owls of Gahul. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is, is it that? A, is that a game? The game, The next one Team Eco made. The one that took forever to come out. Oh, Last Guardian. Last, Last Guardian. Guardian. That's oh, what yeah. it's called. Uh, the Legend the of the Guardians. Of <laughs> the they Owls all sound Gold. like '80s movies. The Owls of <laughs> I wish that was an '80s movie. Isn't, isn't it like a Zack Snyder joint from like eight years yeah. ago? Yeah. Uh, but but here's. Owls let's see if this makes on. sense. Hot nerd take. Shadow of the Colossus is Sony's best Nintendo game. It feels interesting. It feels like a first party Nintendo game that only Nintendo would put the time and resources into making something like this, and no one would bother to rip it off because they don't have mm-hmm. time to refine this. For however little money something like this would generate, specifically Chibi Robo. Right? Uh, yes, exactly. But I, 
it feels very much like something only Nintendo would embark on. All other Sony first-party stuff is pretty straight down the line. White guys climbing things. White, white guys <laughs> climbing things. That's usually what Sony's... Let's not forget Sprots and driving. What, what the fuck is Sprots? Uh, oh, sport, oh, duh. You got, you got, you got <laughs> Sports Go Sports in there and driving shit. <laughs> and like, and uh, let's not forget uh, Angry Man Shooter. But like, this is like oh, so, to no, me. What's the other one? The, the platformer one where you're a bunch of cubes. Knack. You can, yeah, Knack. Knack. Nobody, oh, please yeah. come on. This yeah. is Cerny's baby. Right, we're talking yeah. about here. But yeah, Shadow of the Colossus is, is magical because it like I don't I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in Sony's in anybody's first party division that's not Nintendo. I, I don't want to get too deep, but I do want to point out the fact that video games is a unique medium in that you can completely remake a classic, mm-hmm. and but it still can be the same thing. Like you would never go back and remake. I mean, people will probably try eventually, but you're not going to remake Citizen Kane, right? Like, That's, shot for shot. Like, they tried that with Psycho. Santa. Remember, they, yeah. they tried, yeah, they yeah. tried that with Psycho. And, and, and no, you just can't do it. But in video games, as the tech gets better, you can actually remake classics and make them better as time goes mm-hmm. on and not completely like George Lucas. That's why things, it's a right? different medium, James Cameron, because uh, <laughs> games thrive on innovation. And you can add innovation into an old game and remake it, but like. Fundamentally, Shadow of the Colossus is untouched. Yeah. It's the yeah. same old Video game. games yeah, will yeah. never have their Criterion collection. It'll always be yeah, like... you can always improve it. you got to update it. So mm-hmm. now I wonder, like, I remember oh. there was a thing with Fumito Ueda saying, like, the last secret of Shadow of the Colossus is still undiscovered. And, like, friends made along the way. hackers have been over that game, like, uh, been through it and, like, haven't really found anything that has been undiscovered. So I wonder, like, well, I know with what Blue it is. Point, like, <laughs> cracking open the code. <laughs> I know what it is, I, I, but, you know but what I might get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the whole Freemason thing. No, no, what I'm talking about. It's a free copy of Nicolas Cage's Book of Secrets. The main bad guy is is what Dorman, which is Nimrod spelled backwards, and Nimrod is a biblical character that allegedly founded the Freemasons. And he's an excellent villain who's a robot. He was a great hunter too. That's why it's ironic when Bugs Bunny calls Elmer Fudd a Nimrod, and he's a sweet insult. That's how it became an insult. Did you hear about the Did you hear about the Metal Gear ending that was accidentally unlocked this week? Yes! yes. It, no. I, I, but it was just that thing of like, how come people can't find this with like access to all the code? There's an MP4 somewhere in there. You ever there. looked at code? Yeah, but still, like, they've already it's been happening for two years. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't understand how they can't find it. This might one thing the yeah, it might have been on the servers. It might not have been in the server side. It's server side. It was that Might've. Konami released it. But How sad is it that I went, I started to watch the video and mm. got bored after two minutes and said, "Oh, whatever, like, it's, it's fine." So yeah, I mean that's it's like eight minutes of new footage. Yeah, it's eight minutes. Well, is, it's like new footage of shots that they. Pro- I mean, I'd, I remember yeah, them from well, the new game, new voiceovers right? with Kiefer yeah, yeah. and uh, someone got paid for that. Robin Atkin down. So like in place. twenty years, if it hadn't been discovered and those servers went down, mm-hmm. it would never be discovered. You think those servers went down in twenty years? That's like, they'd probably know, release it anyway and just say <laughs> we'll like, "Hey, dead. this is." This is the cutscene we were holding on to in case you guys ever completely hey, uh, disarmed all your nukes, but mm-hmm. you never did, mm-hmm. assholes. I bet in Colossus it's something to do with not playing the game, because mm. the, it's kind of got that Spec Ops thing where it's like, you're bad for doing yeah. this. Right, yeah. So That's... maybe if you just like Spoiler sit, alert, sit at the, the beginning for 15 minutes, Dorman will come down and say like, oh, thanks for waiting. Yeah. And Here's my escort you to the secret ending. Yeah, hold your sword at your own throat. <laughs> right. Did you try the Rangoon? The Rangoon? <laughs> <laughs> Just go jump off Shrimp my off. tower first thing, and uh, yeah, you'll you'll uncover it. It's a good game. It They're, is. It's a really good game, and I it was also good. It's it's weird yeah. that like even basic things uh, were undiscovered to me for years. Like uh, when I first played it, I don't think that I knew that you could like pull back the sword all the way and then like wait oh. for. 
like you, you push the button once, Wander will pull back his sword, and then he'll eventually say like, ah! and then you know it's at full power, so you plunge it in. Mm-hmm. I think I was just like jamming just, on yeah. the square pokes yeah. to stab yeah. him repeatedly, yeah. and then I little discovered pokes. I discovered that in in 2011 in the, in the PS3 oh. remake, and then playing it with uh, in this, it's like yes, it just feels exactly as satisfying as it used to. I mean, like, it's mm-hmm. it's not that some of this stuff is obvious. You have to shoot lizards that are hidden throughout the world to increase your grip meter. Yeah, you eat the so tails, the glowing tails. <laughs> and there what? are you can like what? That is some Monster Hunter stuff right there. You can yeah. grab onto the birds. Do you know about that? Yeah, well, I if think you're so. riding your horse and a bird flies by, you can jump up and grab onto it, and it'll like fly That's you right. around yeah, for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. It's as I play the shit out of that game. There's a really good YouTube channel. Whose name I forget, and I will look up. That is just, he's just been dissecting these games for years. Mm. Not much else out this week, although I did want to talk briefly about a game that came out uh, the other week that we did not talk about at all. You know the rules Iconoclasts, <laughs> which uh, is a really good 2D Metroidvania style platformer uh, in like a, an alien world in the far future, like some space colony where like your birth dictates your profession and you're practicing illegally as a mechanic. So we're going to have to haul you in as a heretic and then you escape and run around and have crazy adventures. Uh, and to f- help, you have to find your overprotective brother who says like, no, she's too fragile. She can't mm-hmm. be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What but are the, what are your options of, do you get different jobs, or is it just mechanic? No, well, you you are playing as a mechanic with a gun. So you have a giant, nice. a, an adorable giant wrench that you use to turn bolts that you find throughout the world, and these will like open doors or activate different puzzle mm. things. So your gadget from yeah. Chip and Dale, kind of yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, but I'll... your your name's Robin, and your hairstyle vaguely looks sort of bird like. It's 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 way too complicated for me to explain mm-hmm. much of the plot, but it is. <laughs> Very worthwhile if you are a fan of Metroidvanias or just 2D action platformers in general. I worry um, that I might not need to play any more Metroidvanias. No, you always need to play more Metroidvanias. Sure, because yes. I got that SNES Classic and it's like, this game, this Metroidvania called Super Metroid, mm-hmm. pretty good. It is pretty For, good. Way better than any other Metroidvania I've ever played. how many times can you just play that? I'm not the guy who's been playing it. For, I just, I, I'm still slowly going through it. I feel like Metroidvanias age the poorest of... Like the 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 game genre trends, it's still my favorite because well no Super Metroid holds up always but well, like next to open world whenever a yes. new great Metroidvania comes out like uh, what was that one that was on like PS3 and Vita and now it's on the Switch like two or three years ago uh, which I know I could say one? a million of them this Axiom one was, Verge this, uh, Axiom Verge that one ah, yeah. that game everyone's like this game's so good and now I feel like everyone's like that game's not very good but like for a few weeks it was like a huge indie hit think, yeah well it was it was huge with everyone and I remember playing it and like. I just somehow I'm, this isn't uh, me, clicking with me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even finish it. I was like, yeah, this isn't as good as everyone's saying. I, Meanwhile, play... Cave Story, I scoffed at for years, and then when I finally played that, it's like, this is amazing. Yeah, I'd rather play Ori the Blind Forest or the Mummy Demaster. <laughs> They're both excellent <laughs> Metroidvania. I, I think the problem is the genre Metroidvania is a little too broad. It can mean lots of different things, and mm-hmm. so the, some are more platformer heavy, some are more combat heavy. Basically, some are it just means you have a 2D, freely explorable map, and you will have to gain certain abilities to open up new parts of that. Right, right. But by that definition, some of those, the Zelda kind of isometric older Zeldas are technically sort of Mm -hmm. Metroidvanias. Zeldas are Metroidvanias! Oh, Oh. don't start. Don't start. (laughs) Next on Game Theory. A's on it again, Jesus. I, I I find that whole genre like it's a really good way to waste six hours in one night and I never play those games again. Mm. That's where I'm at with Metroidvania. That's sad. 
it, it's just like I know what this is. Like, there's not really any surprise anymore. It's not even like an open world. I am kind of forced in one direction. It's like a slow side scroller. Um, I don't. I don't hate Metroidvanias. What am I talking about? Like, they, they just don't excite me. They, I mean, they didn't exist for. Contrarian. I, I they didn't like, exist for a really long time, and I was like the person right. who was championing them. And now that I feel like one comes out like every other week. Yep. And it's hard to care. Actually, free plug, our friends at Retronauts have been doing a series of podcasts all about Metroidvanias oh, in the mm-hmm. past. And they, they talk about, yeah, the great Metroidvania drought of, like, the 90s. And, yeah, and, and, yeah I mean, mm-hmm. there was a time you couldn't get them. I feel like it's one of those, they're, they're one of those genres, they kind of scratch a niche that then once you've played mm-hmm. one, it's like, you don't need one for a while. Yeah. And then maybe one will come along. Like, for me, it was Ori a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I, actually, before that, it was... Um, I played Strider. Two. Strider was a weird Metroidvania yeah, yeah, generation, yeah. right? And so yeah. it's like, or even Guacamelee. Mm-hmm. Right? So every and once in a while, remember what a huge deal Shadow Complex was? Right, right. Yeah, right. That, that, it was we, like we, that, that was the end of the drought. That was the first we new talked, one in that, years. I've never heard anybody do that in the interview. And like, what made you want to make this game? Super Metroid's my favorite game. Nintendo won't make another one. I wanted to make Super Metroid. Right. This is my yeah. Super Metroid because that's what I wanted to play. And we all like kind of teared up a little bit. Yeah, gave some right. light applause. Mm-hmm. Like, Never yes, mind. Right. That's when we were getting the most Castlevanias. Yeah. Uh. Mm. And uh, Nathan talked about it a little bit last week. When it was that last week? Uh, uh, Celeste. I don't. Mm-hmm. Did we talk yes. about it? At we all? did. Yes. Okay. I'm playing it now. It's really good. Okay. Cool. By the yeah. way, so last week really I good. I didn't know what to expect when I got here. I thought I'd find Philadelphia like just things burned down. Like last week was mayhem for you guys. Is everyone okay? Everyone all I right? I think so. All I right. was watching a lot of videos of like white people tipping cars over, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's why is it okay?" And guess why it's okay? But yeah, uh, I, right. I I I lived through the Phillies winning the World Series riots. I was there for those. So I was a little bummed I missed these riots. So it would have been fun to be there. I, I meant the riots probably in here just from last week's debauchery. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. yes. What is these? Is these will uh, knock well, a building down. I lived through the great Laker riots of the 90s and 2000s <laughs> of Los Angeles. Mm. Hell, he had a lot of riots, didn't they? They won a lot. Did we you already make that joke games. you made off, Mike, about our... Our listeners tired from fucking themselves after diseases, many decrees. No, but you just made it. Well, I, didn't know if you were, I didn't know if you were refraining. I want to make sure you got no, credit. No, I said I was. I was going to say I'm just sore from Aziz. Tell me, to go there fuck myself go. about a hundred times last week. Love you, Aziz. Love you so much. You did a great yeah. job, buddy. You're going to love him on this week. Thank you for coming on. We're gonna lo- you're going to love him on this week's bonus time. Patreon.com/slash/laser time. He went to Sundance and saw like twenty fucking movies Shit. that aren't out yet, uh, and we got the lowdown. Boom. Oh, also. Oh. Dragon Quest Builders out on Switch. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing game. Uh, if you at all like Minecraft or have fond memories of the original Dragon Quest slash Dragon Warrior, it is a hoot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> We are officially the oldest games podcast. It is the cat's pajamas. <laughs> It is 23 skidoo. Oh, my phone's ringing. That's Square calling to see if they can use that quote. For <laughs> Video Game Apocalypse says it's the greatest game since sliced bread. <laughs> Jesus. I think that's probably our cue to take a break, so we'll get to the top five right after this. Oh, my word. That's a lot of video game discussion. Of course, I got to tell you that uh, this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. It has to be brought to you by Gamefly. Why? Because Gamefly is one of the best, simplest, and easiest and most importantly, cheapest ways to get new and old games delivered directly to you. And you can get started with a free 30-day trial uh, by going to GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime. And guess what? Plans have recently been reduced to $9.50, $9.50 a month, uh, as opposed to the regular uh, about $15 a month. So you want to take advantage of that while you can. Why? Because GameFly's got over 8,000 titles to choose from on Xbox One, PS4, 3DS, even Wii U, PS Vita, PSP, over 8,000 titles. And again, I don't want to spoil anything. I counted. There are nine of our top 20 games available right now to you at Gamefly. 
You pick the games you want, you make a queue, Gamefly ships those games to you, you keep them as long as you want, and then send them back when you're done with the prepaid postage envelopes that Gamefly provides at no extra cost. And guess what? In a lot of cases, Gamefly will let you keep the games that you are... uh, that you have out if you like them enough. Play them as long as you want, send back what you don't, don't get burned by a bad game again. And most importantly, I always emphasize that Gamefly is probably the cheapest way for you to play all of the games, including new releases like Resident Evil, the brand new uh, Hitman collection, it's new physically, don't laugh, Uh, the Poochie-infused Yoshi's Woolly World, Kingdom Hearts 2.8, the list goes on and on. Why don't you give it a shot for yourself? Head to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with your free 30-day trial. And we're back with what? Our top five games that took inspiration from Shadow of the Colossus. By letting you jump around and climb on things, that's going to be a real mouthful in the headline for this episode. Would you say they're games that stood on the shoulders of giants? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I might have to steal that, actually. You might have just named the episode. It's yours. (laughs) All right, well, let's begin with... Number five. fucking love this the game. The is in all the rock noises. Yes. yes. This is the one I think is most inspired by the game. To Chris's point about this, that's their Nintendo, I guess we can say the name of the game is... It's Legend of Zelda Birth of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Bodydubs. Hold the Sheikah Slate up to the pedestal. That will show you the way. Has nothing to do with Shadow of the Colossus, but uh, in a way, you could say it does, because... Breath of the Wild, I think, out of all these games, Mm -hmm. is the most fully inspired by Shadow of the Colossus, Mm -hmm. where you kind of have that weird feeling of not quite desolation, but Mm -hmm. like there's Mm -hmm. nobody around for long stretches, and uh, you can just sort of drink in the scenery. A grip meter? A grip meter, (laughs) yes. You can climb just about anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, You are uh, frequently alone in the world except for your horse. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and nobody, nobody uses their horse in that game. You glide I, I, everywhere. I used mine. Well, yeah, I you never glide did. everywhere. No, they were they were bomb fodder, <laughs> blowing up well, horses every day. The, the, I, I think <laughs> the uh, usefulness of the horse is limited by the fact that unlike every other open world game that has a horse, you can't just summon it from anywhere. You have to be near your horse to whistle for it. And if you're not, then it just says like, oh, well, I guess your horse couldn't hear you. Looks like I someone didn't get the DLC. I, I feel like I got the glider first. I just and it's don't like, have why would I fucking yet. need this? Why would I ever need this? It looks cool. Like, the riding the horse just feels pretty mm-hmm. cool at times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, back, it's like someone giving you a bike after a jetpack. Like, why they, Why would I ever need a horse in Breath of the Wild? But um, there are so many other ways this game was inspired, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, Well, you mentioned you can climb on pretty much anything. Although with enemies, you can only climb on one type, and right. that's the Talus Rock Giants. Yes. Mm-hmm. That yes. The first time I met one of those, it was in a hill, and I didn't know what I was doing, and it immediately Dude, it, killed me. it obliterated me for like the first... Ten hours. Well, I when I first fought him, I, I thought, oh, you just have to shoot that thing on their back over and over and over. And so they were taking like ten minutes each fight. Mm-hmm. And oh, then Jesus. finally, I, I kind of realized, like, oh, I can freeze this thing, climb up on its back, yeah. and just use a huge sword and hit that thing. And they they go down in like less yeah. than thirty seconds. I mean, I, that's one way to do. It. You can also just bring them to their knees with a quick bomb. You can. 
That's yeah. how you blow their arms off before they shoot them at mm-hmm. you, and then they have to duck down to put their arms in the ground. Mm-hmm. This is the beauty of this game: is yeah. there's creativity involved yeah. as well, right? It's it's puzzle solving, but also I kind of feel like Shadow of the Colossus had this a bit. Like there are things you can do to kind of figure out things as you go and kind of do it your own way. And they aren't all immediately obvious. Right. I think it must have immediately reminded me of Shadow of the Colossus because the second I saw him get up, I was like, oh, I gotta climb that guy. And like, mm-hmm. once he punched the ground, I got up on him and I, what I like to do is I get out a hammer because he can do that spin. Yeah, you get the hammer. And I just wham, 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 wham. And you whack him in his crystal nut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Nomad Colossus is the name of the YouTube channel I was trying to figure okay. out. Wow. But even even the, channel. you can't, they're not the bosses themselves, but the, the huge power creatures that are kind of yeah. in dungeons in this game, mm-hmm. their design is so Shadow of the Colossus. Just when you you look at them like the big creatures that are that help you fight. It's it's. I think it's the closest yeah. to designing a, a the giant divine beasts. A divine, yeah, divine beasts. The divine you. beasts are the closest thing to the colossi. I think I've seen. Yeah, yeah. It's in they're like also a, the closest thing to a traditional dungeon. That yeah, the game has. and there's four of them. Yeah, that's so nuts. Yeah, but that it is like they they have that uh, those different phases, mm-hmm. and that like yeah, when you're approaching them, they behave a lot like the colossi, and that they have some sort of weird movement or attack patterns that you have to figure out a strategy to get through. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. You do sort of fight them when you're, when you're trying to infiltrate. Mm-hmm. And by the way, there's lizards in this game, and you can cook the lizard tails in a potion, just like in Shadow of the Colossus. The lizards upgrade mm, your that's stuff. That's true, yeah. Among oh, other the things. Lizards again. I think Sony and, and might I, have a case on there. I think, uh, is it Vanaburus, the giant camel divine beast? That, like, it's kind of the most like a Shadow of the Colossus. Colossus in that, like, it's walking around in the desert, yep. and it's a dungeon that is walking around in the desert. And you got to get on him. And you you got to get on him, and you can fall off him. And he sells cigarettes to kids. It's really it's kind of <laughs> the worst. <laughs> no <laughs> the penis. Oh, uh, that asshole. Uh, <laughs> man, this maybe should have been higher up on the list. I was like, oh, you yeah, can only climb rock giants. You even said the, the bottom entry. Well, it's the most like Shadow <laughs> Colossus. Mm. <laughs> in its way, and yet not. It, but there's still something missing. But man, if I could climb those Hinoxes, uh, because I think that the, would be really the criticism cool. Matt and I were talking about of, of fake. Him. The, the criticism Matt and I were talking about in fake Shadow of the Colossus games is that there's always a quick time sequence. You're yeah. not really yeah, yeah. bringing yourself up onto the Colossus. Mm-hmm. You're not really interacting with this thing. Yeah. Something even we were noticing some moments in Shadow of the Colossus where like you, you jump on that bird and it like fades to black real quick because it looks like. It well, can't he, really he flies, seamlessly like, into the camera. Yeah, it can't really mm. seamlessly happen. It has to load a different element. Mm-hmm. But it happens game. so quick. Yeah. Like, it happens very fast. We're assuming. I, 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 it, I've it never not noticed even... it before, and I've yeah. played that. I've, I've fought that guy before. Never, <laughs> never beat him. Because Shadow of the Class is mm. a completely seamless experience. Yeah. But like with one, I'm sure we're going to talk about tonight. It's like little segment. It's very segmented in mm-hmm. most of these games. Or you'll see like the top half of the thing, and it's not fully rendered. Like Shadow of the Class mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. that's just a thing that's walking around. It's like mm-hmm. seeing a Goomba yeah. and jumping on it. Except it's a hundred feet. Yeah. Well, there's there's a bunch of games actually that have the the huge boss battle, which is just their torso, and I didn't send those to Michael specifically because mm-hmm. like I got a war kind of. Well, the smash ones out. I mean, Mario has a bunch where it's like hit this guy's hand and something happens, but yeah. you're never climbing them. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like that's so, uh, that, that's been that's around. That's like going back to like the eight bit days. Yeah. Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a boss who's Guts giant, dozer. but for some reason, like I'm on a platform yeah. at waist height yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or 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 he falls down and his head and arms uh, turn into take the form of a fucking slip and slide. That I'm just allowed to walk right up. Yeah, and there's yeah. even a handrail so I don't fall. Uh, and like, it, but yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, it's a walking thing that you can grab onto, and it's constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I yeah. can only think of one other thing that was even sort of like that for the list. I don't even know if you use. You gotta it. have the handrail. You don't want OSHA up his ass. No, Doctor no. Wiley is gonna get a bunch of fines. No, that's true. So that's our 
Number five that probably number five number one number one. <laughs> it's in ascending. Number order. five on the list. Number one in your hearts. And is easily the best game on this list, especially <laughs> next to our number four. Uh, the key phrase there is arisen. You worked at the company that made this game. Mm. Wait, the Chinese oh, place Dragon's in Florida? Oh, Dragon's Dogma? Yes. Ah. In Dragon's Dogma, one of the unique features is that any time a monster is significantly bigger than a person, you can just grab on and start climbing yeah. around on them and stab them. Like, you could, like, oh, there's a Cyclops. I'm just going to go jump on its back and climb around until I'm up at its head and start stabbing and it's all completely like it's not a quick time event like in God of War mm-hmm. or anything like that it's it's just all procedural and it feels weirdly natural and you can for example have your pawns launch you into the air I launch you skyward And you can grab aerial monsters and just cling Mm -hmm. to them and start stabbing while they're flying around, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And, like, I I still haven't really been able to get into Dragon's Dogma, but, like, it's it's an open-world game. Mm -hmm. With not a lot of world. Yeah. It kind (laughs) of feels like, what if Dark Souls, but also Skyrim, and then you can climb on everything and stab it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some sort of randomization in what you face. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, but um, you can just tackle things in numerous different ways. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did, did, did Mohan get on here? We're only at number four. I'm just asking. I could talk about it now if it didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I shook him. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, you did. I derailed I my train of thought. I have nothing to say about Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it. It's an acquired taste. That's all I know. About mm. it. Well, here's some sound of you jumping on a, a minotaur's back or something. Ah! Oh, and you can light yourself on fire. And then, uh, if you jump on a monster, you will do fire damage to them as long as you're climbing around the set. You're also on the Rage Against the Machine album cover. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's what got him kicked off SNL. Anyway, climbing let's give thing. Chris something he can talk about. Number three! Cooper, thought I'd find you here. Carmelita, you've uh, got a little something on your face. It's not nice to make fun of a girl's looks. Maybe I should smash you. Now that's not nice. I think I think you should know what it is. It says it right in the beginning. Cooper. Huh? I don't like games. What you, why am I? Yeah, you. <laughs> you do an impression of one of this game's characters all the time. Deadly premonition. Oh. Uh, oh, I, I think I know. Yeah, there, there it is. Um, okay. This is uh, Sly Three okay. Honor Among oh. Thieves. Uh, Sly, before you go on Video Game Apocalypse, make sure you play Sly Three because Michael's going to bring it up at the top five, and you'll be totally <laughs> uninformed when the entry comes up, and uh, you'll be leaving the podcast just as dank and miserable as the Dragon's Dogma segment. Oh, Jesus! Wow! <laughs> wow! Don't pull any punches. Can't do anything right. Sly Cooper's one of those series that's like, why? Why isn't? Why no more? Why no more? I think it's expensive. Yeah, and yeah. they kind of didn't they kind of fuck it up like twice in a row. Like they made good games that no one bought. Yeah, I think it's expensive, and people look at it and see a kids' game and don't give a fuck. And yeah. for some reason, Mario doesn't have that stigma. It's like this is a game for the world. You get it, right? Yeah, we, the world says yeah, we get it, but they don't say it for Slice Cooper, and it's not well, fair. Well, we grew up with Mario, and so for us, we're willing to say, "Oh, I'm going to go back." Whereas Slice Cooper came later. That movie yeah. ever come out? No, 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 <laughs> not Just yet. The, uh, the Ratchet and Clank one. I think maybe that didn't. Do I think so that's well. also the problem. It falls in that those 
just kind of all those mascot games like mm-hmm. Ratchet yeah. and Clank that no one's really that like second anymore. wave of yeah. mascot yeah. games on like or third Jack wave I guess yeah but I still argue that Sly could be salvaged like I don't I don't think there's a way to make a great Jack hey, yeah and it could game. be a great video I forget <laughs> but uh, I I think I beat Sly Cooper two Half Life two and I think Halo two in the same week or no, maybe it was huh. the same day I remember one day being like twos. I think it was the day I was like I'm gonna finish all the games Do I you still have the yet. sash. Yeah. Oh, they get, yeah. They gave me the key to the city. I got I got the key to Blackwood, New Jersey, uh, and I still have it. Yeah, it's made of chocolate. It stinks. So in Sly Three, there is a point where you're in Australia in like some gigantic quarry, like hunting for this magical dark magic mask, and Carmelita puts it on and starts to grow. Really, really big, and Bentley <laughs> tries to shoot, shoot her with sleeping darts, and somehow the sleep darts interact with the mask and make her gigantic. And uh, so I many think, of my fetishes at once. Well, actually, I think reviewing the audio for this segment, uh, this is pretty clearly someone's fetish. <laughs> it's all about taking off that mask. We got to find a way up there. You're the climber, and I'm sure you've always wanted to get closer to her. Can't get much closer than climbing up her boot laces. That's not a crazy idea. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Got a better idea? Yeah, but we'd need a giant fighting robot. Sorry, I'm going to have to go with the bootlace plan. Yeah, I get to climb Carmelita's bootlaces. <laughs> I wonder how, like, they were clearly recorded in, like, different months. Because it's like, blah, sly, you got to get up there. It's like, yeah, get up there. And it's like, yes, I will climb there. I will get on the top of her. I will climb her, but how do I do it? Ah, boot laces are right in front of you, Sly. I didn't mean to give an audio tutorial. You can beat the game just by listening to this show. Don't let her swallow you whole, Sly. That'd be too sexy. I mean, horrible. (laughs) All right. That was too (laughs) anti-Semitic. What? (laughs) Joke. I was thinking a little bit during the audio, during the clip just now. It's like, hmm, he's he's walking the line, isn't he? Totally. Mm -hmm. That's like a Family Guy character. (laughs) It is. Is it too Mort? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, but it's it's a very simplified Colossus battle. You have to climb on two sides of Carmelita so that this will happen. Looks like each side of the mask is latched on with only one hook. Maybe if you hug off it, she'd swat you away and knock it off. That'd be really sexy. I mean, horrible. My uh, hips are moving all by themselves, Sly. <laughs> yeah, so you get to climb up uh, both Sly, sides. Sly, will society of- ever accept us? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's had a coughing fit at once. Uh, now I'm just thinking about the Norman Tunnel thing you were saying before. Uh, we no, save it, save it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have to you have to climb Ow. up each side of Carmelita's outfit <laughs> and like hang off the latch on the mask, and she'll swat you away, and it'll break the latch. And so when she breaks both latches, the mask falls off. She mm. returns to normal. Uh, all of her Interpol troops who were following around and shooting at you mm-hmm. for some reason uh, will go shoot at the mask, which will explode, killing them all. Uh, it's a very dark ending for that episode. And Carmelita is, is, of course, returned to normal. I don't think she remembers any of what happened, which is probably for the best because you were throwing exploding barrels at her for a while. Mm. Anyway. Another fetish of mine. Number two. Let's give you something to really talk about. I'll keep the scholars out of harm's way. I know this one. Of course you do. You were probably playing it just ten minutes ago. I was. I was playing the specific part, really? which I don't like. At all. What? Uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, you yeah. don't like Monster Hunter? That's I love first. Monster Chris Hunter. Chris hates Monster Hunter. One out of it's five. Just like you have the, the story mode requires you to do this too many times. And unlike Monster Hunter where you're in constant control and like it's 
the monster's reacting to how you're hitting it. This monster's so big because you're living on it. It doesn't react really to what you do. I don't I don't know how you can fail yet because I've never failed at it, but I also can't really tell that I'm winning. Whereas the hmm. way we talk about monster, I'm like, oh, fuck, his tail came off. I chipped his fucking tooth and he's drooling and he's limping. Mm-hmm. I know when I've done something. Mm-hmm. Whereas this thing is so big and so such a level unto itself. But it... it They've done that before in Monster Hunter, where you crawl on a monster's back and you kind of fuck with it. And, yeah. And what's great, what I love about Monster Hunter even more, all those monsters that you can, like, actually, like, get on top of and, like, you know, I don't know, cook a, cook a slice of meat on, there's mineables. There's specific materials you can, do I want to beat the shit out of this thing, or... Well, that's the really gigantic ones. Oh, this I mean, blackhead. Yeah, the really gigantic oh, ones. Cool. I mean, like, Mine most of, disgusting. Most of <laughs> these that I've seen, like, it's saying that, like, in previous Monster Hunters, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, like, jump on their back and rodeo mm-hmm. them, that was, like, a specific mm-hmm. button prompt no, when you got it, them to a certain level. Like, three and four, four, three right? and four have a giant yeah. one that you can, like, kind of hang out on and not mm. fight. They're, oh, that, okay. they're so big. But this one is literally a moving volcano. Yeah, you're talking about the... What's well, a I recurring boss, name. right? It is. So, like, yeah. I've gotten to numerous tiers of it. It's just, like, it to me, like, it's it's a big boss fight. It's a huge mm. crescendo moment, but it's just not as satisfying but, as the regular well, monster even, hunting. Even that one, like, watching it, it's like, yeah, this looks like a level that they're just saying is a giant monster. Um, Zora Magdaros. Yes. But it's, it's, like, also so clearly, like, a boxy level, but it does yes. move and pick up and, like... Tilt itself. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it, it's, it does something I don't think any of the previous Monster Hunter could do. It is slowly moving towards a thing you will eventually stand on. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But it, I, I do think, like, that one falls a little more in line with, like, something else I looked at. Something that's in a bunch of games that I looked at, which is like, oh, this is a giant boss. It's like, well, really, it's just a level. Like, it's the, a boat. <laughs> the boss has suddenly sprouted a bunch of platforms and is just standing there, and you have to climb the platforms. But, uh what I what I was thinking of is like the smaller enemies, like mm. the ones that are much bigger than oh, people, okay. are like easier to rodeo than ever. And you, yeah. it's like you you just do a jumping attack, and like when you do that, there's a chance that you will latch onto the back, and then yeah. you can like ride the monster, stab it, stab uh, it, and then eventually like KO it for a little bit, so you can get some free hits, free licks. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've mounted the monster. Now's your chance to topple it. Just wet stab. And that's wet a, stab it's wet a relatively stab. recent addition to Monster Hunter, but it's fucking vital. Yeah. It's pretty easy to pull off now. It, it's way less random than it ever was. Mm-hmm. But you can't really do it multiple times in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, like my, my player can kind of do it 1.5 times per hunt. Sometimes you only really need to do it once, like sure. in the case with this. If all uh, the characters get to do it, that monster's fucking dead. Oh, man. And you can set up a scenario where, like, lure him over here so I can jump on his back. But I, I like that the variety of weapons means you don't just have to just repeatedly stab at a no. monster. You can just jump on and deliver one solid thwack to the side of its head the with hammer? a giant hammer. <laughs> just drop that motherfucker. I love this fucking game. Uh, I don't really care good. about any other games. I played a bunch of it this weekend. I got to I got to hunt my first couple monsters without your help, and uh, I I think I'm getting the hang of it finally. There's still I still see things pop up where I'm like, the fuck is that? Hopefully we'll learn later like how to use that <laughs> thing because it pops up like it's telling me like a Facebook notification. It's like, hey, this thing's here. It's important. I'm like. Whatever that does, all right, hopefully I'm not wasting time or fucking up my whole late game because I'm ignoring that right now. 
I mean, yeah. if, if unless you're specifically on a quest for something, like poke around, but don't don't fuck with anything you weren't on the quest for, because mm-hmm. that thing's usually going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, unless you're in a multiplayer match, then you might be able to handle it. I did one mm-hmm. the first the first one you really hunt besides mm-hmm. like the first one's not like a tutorial. It's called like a, a poope or a pay pay a poopy pookie pookie yeah poopy a poopy look like. It's like a big lizard. Big lizard. Uh, they're all big lizards. The great Jagras? Uh, I went to... No, it's not the Jagras. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went to hunt him, and the mission hadn't started to hunt him yet, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get him anyway. I was supposed to just get, like, information about him and go it's back. It's supposed to be gathering herbs, and you're out there slaughtering the wildlife. Yeah, well, I fought him for, like... <laughs> An hour and a half. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and he, I just never... He didn't even get close. Even I was like, you're going to have to survive, you like, it's too hard to take him down. Yeah, but then once the mission started, I just, like, slaughtered him. And mm. I was, and I won. And I was like, I wonder if the game was keeping me from beating him. Because, so, like, I'm it would have really interest- broken the story. I'm in an interesting stage of the game where, like, it's... it's, it's tell- I love that about Monster Hunter. It's like, this is about to get really hard. Mm-hmm. You're at this rank, and... We want you to play around with the rest of the game before you move forward. So we're about to we're about to kick your dick in, and uh, I love that. I just love that so much. And, and then I'm so much the, fun with it. I did the part with the cart, and I was like, "Oh shit, a fucking escort quest!" But the cart—it doesn't matter. It's, we, we it's were just thinking about following the cart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crowdsource this for uh, our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. We were talking mm. about in the in the meantime, good plug, like doing a Monster Hunter thing. Um, yeah, with patrons, because like if I'm gonna be playing anyway, like let's let's help each other out, huh? I'd be you suck my dick, I suck Facebook yours. Group about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a uh, hunter puncher. I forget what it's called. The Laser Time Monster Hunter group. Um, they've they've been really fucking awesome right now, helping me out a bunch. Oh, that's cool. But Monster Hunter has a, has a bunch of monsters that you can essentially scale and climb, uh, but nothing <coughs> along the sophistication and satis- the satisfying way you do it in Shadow and Colossus. Shadow mm-hmm. of the Colossus. It's, close. it's what they're going for, but like. This thing's too fucking big. Mm-hmm. It's too damn big. It is just a moving building, and it doesn't really fight back very much. In fact, another monster lands on it. To, <clears throat> and then to you fight that it. one. I haven't done it yet. Is that Nergigante? Yes, Nergigante. <laughs> yeah. It's still What's that like, mean in Spaniard? It doesn't. Damn it. When you mount one of them, it's Gigante still that, like, you've activated oh, yeah. the mounting sequence. You know, it's not a seamless thing like Shadow of the Colossus. Still nothing has really No, it, and I think it still holds up as impressive. That no, Everybody talks about it. Everybody knows about it. And no one's ripped Shadow of the Colossus. That's why they can yeah. keep putting out, because it still yeah. feels like a new game. Well, the big difference I noticed is, like, Monster Hunter is more Twitch reflex. Like, you do... Mm-hmm. You don't have much time. You can recognize tells, but mm-hmm. you do have to dodge. For, it's more like Dark Souls in that way. It's like, yeah, you can see a tell, and then you dodge quickly. I suppose. Whereas, whereas Shadow of the Colossus, you... Once you kind of learn the fights, you have a lot of time. There's no, like, you do, oh my gosh, I have to react instantaneously and there's, or something. There, like, once you're on the monster itself, there is almost no... You, you won't get that hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. being on the ground is when those monsters always hurt it's you. It's what you guys said. It's more about fiz- figuring out the puzzle. It's it's more... Um, it's a little bit of punch-out. Right? Ah, punch-out. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good way to put it. Boom! Well, you say no game's really ripped off Shadow, but I present to you... And I chose this one because it is the most blatant attempt to copy Shadow the Colossus. And so if you don't like it, uh, feel free to swap it in your head with our number five, which is a much better game. Anyway, Mm -hmm. it's... Deception? Yes. Castlevania? Yes, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. Uh, This game... Man, if this game was like 10 hours shorter, it'd be really good. <laughs> it's, there's so much shoe leather in this fucking game. Shoe leather? Shoe leather. Like, uh, that's 
Is that only a writing term? I don't know. I don't shoe know. leather is like extra shit. It's just like oh, it's just okay. stuff that's not as good. Stuff that's there, like filler. I thought and, it was uh, like an analogy for like when you cut open a shark. Sure, it's filled with license plates. There's so much leather. There's so much leather inside the shark. Why do we let them on that farm? It's boots and all. Uh, it's or um, uh, it's sweaty. That's mm. also a thing to hmm. put it. Like it's a little sweaty. You know, there's you could cut out a lot of the stuff. Well, that's shoe leather. You got to chew on the that. The thing yeah. I want to yell about all AAA games. Like I know you want my sixty bucks, but I'm also an adult and I don't need you to be eighty hours yeah. fucking long. Be fucking six great hours. <laughs> be six fantastic hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even finish this game because I was like, oh come on. But uh, there's a certain point in this game where I was like, am I enjoying this? And then the second I thought that a bunch of giant horses ridden by werewolves came out of portals and started chasing Patrick Stewart. And I was like, all right, I'm on this game's side for a <laughs> while right, longer. All right, good, good. Uh, well, the, first game's pre- is the first game hold up? I, I honestly not. can't tell. I didn't play the second one. I was one. super impressed it's by it. It's still pretty good. I, I, I think I'm like one of the only people who really liked the second one. Which was yes. sort of an attempt to do... Yes, I, I was one of the <laughs> yes. only ones. It was sort of an attempt to do a 3D Castlevania uh, in, in the traditional Metroidvania sense, mm-hmm. which uh, the producer of the game actually denied. Oh, not Lords of Shadow 2. The Lords one of Shadow 2. No, I'm, no I, mean, I do mean Lords of Shadow okay. 2. Yeah, not the 3DS one. Although the 3DS one was also pretty good. Um, was it? It was, actually, okay. yeah. But the first one has those Colossus segments in it, but it's like what I was saying earlier. Like it's very segmented. Yeah. You got to this part, do the QTE. Now go to the next part. It's not a seamless experience of climbing this. I thing. mean, you do have some freedom in that. Like there are a bunch of grab points on these giant creatures, and you are trying to get to the whatever weak point it highlights. And it's mm-hmm. it's not again not not totally seamless like Shadow of the Colossus, where you are freely climbing around grabbing fur whatever but it's like all right th- there's like this path of handholds and i have to whip to get over here and then i uh cling to this part and uh smash into the weak point and now it's trying to shake me off i have to hold down a button and i get to smash the weak point again and then it throws me off and i start over trying to get to a different part mm-hmm. so it's it's a little bit of column a a little bit of column b but uh shadow of the colossus does not have sir patrick stewart The three companions enter the chamber of the Titans. What awaits them there is all that remains of the great technology of the Aghartians. This battle will test them all, and there is no going back now. The The board is set, the pieces in play, and we shall see what occurs and who will emerge the victor. Ooh, loot box. <laughs> this, this must have been Patrick Stewart owed money to the IRS or something because he, he did Obli- uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion around the same time. This was his video game time. What is a yeah. poop emoji? Uh, <laughs> a little bit, little before. I actually uh, I misremembered that one scene. I, I was on a giant horse and I was being chased by werewolves riding larger werewolves. That's the scene. <laughs> oh, I was yeah, to ah, that I seems pretty cool. That. that is pretty cool. Mm. Um, talk to your therapist about that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a dream. And Patrick Stewart also returned for Lords of Shadow 2 oh, as, as a major character. It kind of feels like it goes for like a Guillermo del Toro feel. Like yeah. Like the little monsters you find in, in yeah. well, that's, little, that's little men who are like... Bleh! That's absolutely fair, especially in the first one where you have that uh, pan that looks yeah, like, that like a much older version of the one in Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he makes an appearance in later games too, but uh, there are three... Big Colossus ripoff bosses. There, there's a Stone Titan and uh, an Ice Titan, and then my personal favorite, the Dracolich Titan. <laughs> <laughs> So 
So this is oh, I've a... been a Dracolich hunter. My mom, I had to. She became a Dracolich after that. <laughs> is that from like a Ringworld book? Dracolich. The Dracolich sounds like Godzilla. The Dracolich King. It's a dragon that's also a lich. Right. So oh. they, went, they went stone, yeah. ice. Most people would go lava. They're like, fuck it, man, dragon. Yeah, yeah, Undead fucking dragon <laughs> skeleton flying around. The three this, genders. This one is the most like a colossus, like a shadow of the colossus, colossus because it is basically just like a huge dragon spine with like some ribs sticking out of it and the ribs kind of act like uh, little flippers sort of like that big desert flying colossus mm-hmm. so it's it's very reminiscent of that as you're climbing around on it uh, you, you have to like get under the thing while it's flying uh, you know god knows how many feet above the ground you are but like yeah I'll just go down to like this weird bone stalagmite <laughs> and uh, shimmy around until I Get to a point where I can climb up on its back and find a magical weak spot and start hammering away at it. And uh, eventually it's going to die, and I'm going to have to worry about what happens then. But uh, in the meantime, I'll just try to kill the thing I'm riding around on thousands of feet above the earth. <laughs> Good time. Number one. The titans are no more. She was she the was last the of her kind. kind. Shall we go on? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot Lords of Shadow existed. Well, I think you should. Yeah. Most people, I think Konami forgot Lords of Shadow existed. Yeah. I think they invested too much money in the second one and it didn't go the way they wanted to and they shut down the whole franchise, which it's is done. not cool. No. Those, mm. yeah, I mean, there were so many good DS games and all kinds of Dude, other if they stuff found, like, like, is there a way to put those games on mobile? Stack those DS games, stack those screens, put them on my mobile device, sell me a collection. Yo, set those screens. Yeah, set those, those screens, screens for my man. baby. Yeah. Or put them on Switch. Or put them on yeah. Switch, like every other game. Absolutely. <laughs> from, from PUBG to Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's, it sucks because it's not on Switch. When Switch? Hmm? When Switch? When Switch? When Switch? When Switch? All right, well, on that note, that's our top five, so we're going to take a break. Oh. When we come back, yeah. we'll talk about some news and some community stuff, so stay tuned. Let's get scratching. This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is also brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you can go get yourself a box of geekly goods with a free Star Wars item worth $20 just by going to geekfuel.com slash laser time. What is Geek Fuel? Well, for me, I call it my monthly birthday present that I give myself. A mystery box containing six to eight items shows up at my door, and it's guaranteed to hold a $50 value. What's inside? Well, you never quite know. Pop figures, pint glasses, posters, an exclusive t-shirt, all themed after our favorite stuff. Mario, Nintendo, Fallout, Batman, The Walking Dead, Marvel, and so very, very much more. And you can get one sent to yourself or someone else as a gift, starting at just $14 plus shipping and handling. Oh, and you want to get that free Star Wars item just for trying it out? I don't know if they're all the same, but I really liked what I got. If you like comics, it was pretty damn cool. Anyway, get your free Star Wars item and try out Geek Fuel at geekfuel.com slash laser time. Is the world of today getting you down? Well, then why not check in on some of the good stuff that happened this week in movies, TV, games, and more 30, 20, and 10 years ago this very week with our show 30, 20, 10. Here's a clip from 1987. In the future, the world has survived. Romance has not. 
Right, so we'll say a dinner, complete sexual encounter, <laughs> optional episode in the morning, right? I gotta run this past my own lawyer. Pleasure is strictly business. But it will be possible to have the perfect mate. A Cherry 2000. What the hell is this? I okay. want to see this so bad, Black Diana. Mirror. All right, so... This looks insane. So that's the basic setup. This guy, this guy has a sex bot, and it breaks, and he wants... <laughs> he wants a new... He wants it, the exact same model of sex bot, so he has oh. to go out beyond civilization to go find the warehouse full of the sex bot that oh, he wants. Oh, because it's like an older one? It's weird. Do you think he, like, gets to the warehouse, and they're like, ah, oh, yes, the old model, the one with the extra small vagina, and he's like, no, I just like... <laughs> Just like how she looks, it's it's ah, like no, you want no, you the tiny giant. Yeah, oh yeah, we don't make these anymore because no one's dick small enough to fit in the thing. No, you don't need to say that. Jump into the past with thirty twenty ten every Thursday on LaserTimePodcast.com or iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to what I guess is our third segment. Actually, I should stop calling it the second segment. It hasn't been the second segment for a very long time. Yeah, almost but, almost thirteen days. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, at least thirteen episodes. Mm. <laughs> we've been really we've been doing oh, right. the segment, the like two segments before this segment for a it, long yeah. ass time. It doesn't matter. Let's just jump in with Chris's favorite segment. Take my advice, do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? What are you buying this week? Hopefully it is that $5 DLC for Forza Horizon 3 that has Hot Wheels in it. It should be its own game, but for 5 bucks, it's really good. You can pick up Forza Horizon 3 for nothing. Nothing? Uh, nothing. Uh, I saw Xbox Live has Okami HD on sale for fourteen ninety nine. It's one of the greatest games of all time. Mm. I think didn't Okami and Shadow of the Colossus kind of suffer the same fate coming out too late in a kind of platform. Uh, Forza Horizon was also on so the the base game, which you need for the DLC, was yes. on sale for thirty bucks. Yeah, I don't know how. That's mm. a know bummer. That's a bummer. PSN has the best uh, sales this week. Uh, Ubisoft and Bandai games are all uh, not all, but mostly on sale. Uh, 33% off Assassin's Creed Origins and 50% off South Park Fractured Batole, as well as uh, part of the Play Anime Incentive, which I was told I needed to bring up on Game Deals this week during a stream. Hmm. Uh, Tales of Zestria, Digimon Cyber Sleuth, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, J-Stars, JoJo, Naruto, One Piece, and all the piddly crap I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> all on <laughs> like super duper sale. Uh, I do not care about any of those things. Um, and Best Buy has $20 off Call of Duty and Bioshock Collection is fifteen ninety nine, And uh, Humble Bundle, I'm not sure. They're doing a Best of 2017. Mm-hmm. They're bringing back, yeah. A lot of uh, Best of 2017. So it's for 2018 now. We can't be playing last year's games. Because and, and, most of these aren't last year's games, mm. but uh, I think they're Best of Their Bundles. Ah, Five see. Nights at Freddy's, uh, sister, some, uh, sister Something. Sister mm. Location. Uh, Hot Topic, the game. Goat Simulator, Hacknet, Pay What You Want, Virgin, uh, Sins of the Solar Empire Rebellion, Death Road something, Turmoil, and if you pay over $10, $10 or more, you get Dead by Daylight, which is a game I really fucking liked and only oh, yeah. haven't bought again because it was like 30 or 40 bucks. That game's really good. We were talking about it off mic. Freddy Krueger's in the goddamn game. Mm. Yeah. That was uh, their answer to the Friday the 13th game, right? Yes, yeah. that they had Michael Myers and Leatherface only. and Freddy Krueger. And Did they also add Predator? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Predator? I don't. What's Predator in? 
everything. Uh, he no. was in Ghost he, Recon Wildlands. Wildlands, yeah. Wildlands and, and that show. But I, I guess I was just thinking of that period of the 90s when, like, everybody had to fight the Predator. Yeah, like Bat- Archie. Batman, like, Green Lantern. Yeah, every, every comic book hero. Like, even ones nobody knows about or cares Sorry, about Sorry, that anymore. was not a joke. Like, Ghost. Archie, Archie versus Predator. Predator is really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that yeah, happened a few real? years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Punisher. real thing. There was also Archie versus Sharknado, which was real weird. And the Punisher, and now the Monkeys. Uh, can He's someone send me a list of what Archie won't do? Uh, what won't Archie list. do? Anal. Anal? Yeah. Anal. Yeah. No, That's he's, really it. He's never going to break he's your too heart. too Christian. <laughs> he's, he's... Is that it for game deals? That is it for game deals. <laughs> Take my advice. Don't do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you! <laughs> and we move on to... Nobody can talk during this. Sacrifice. I'm gonna play it again. No. Michael, again Matthew was coughing during that. Can you play that again for us? Yeah, go for it. No. Now the new segment's over. Uh, Red Dead Redemption got pushed back to October, which uh, and a, and solicited a minor for sex. What? Red Dead Redemption did not yes. solicit a minor for It sex. did. So did no. PUBG. No, your, no. your dock got jumbled. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. you're right. I'm looking at the wrong... Whoa. Okay. Mm. No, it, it, it was sad because if you remember Charlie Barrett, our uh, mm-hmm. buddy from TDAR... Don't who, say Charlie solicited a minor for sex, Chris. What? Wow. No. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Yeah, that, that, I just had lunch with him on like the day before the announcement. And he's like, I don't follow any video game news. Is Red Dead still coming? Like, yeah, buddy. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. It's coming. And then like, <laughs> like 10 hours later, it's like... Hey Charlie, sorry buddy. You don't yeah. don't bother clearing out March or April. It's still coming this year. I loved the 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 Twitter response that was like I just saw a lot of like gifs of like here's what's happening at Ubisoft Activision and EA right now just people running around screaming mm-hmm. because basically it's moving to holiday and so this totally screws up their Q4 plans mm. for their release. I guess so. I, I don't know. I haven't been in that position where uh. I'll still buy those games eventually, but Red Dead, I guess, is the one I'll buy first. Rockstar, when a Rockstar game comes out, mm-hmm. the industry tends to clear the runway and say, "All right, give them some yeah. space." So this, this, is and they huge. haven't released a, a game during the holidays in a long, a long, long time. time. Yeah. yeah, that's not the only Red Dead news. And these, this, there's the second part of this is sort of very much rumored, but um, this stuff is breaking uh, kind of this week. Mm-hmm. The, the date moving was sort of last week um, but th- this week has been revealed a lot of the content of the game or alleged content um, mm-hmm. and so some of this stuff it's weird it's, it's like a reveal but not really a reveal it's like oh there's going to be side events like hunting in the environment or you know side activities and it's like yeah you could have guessed that was going to happen mm-hmm. just from playing any Rockstar game yeah. uh, I guess the one that's sort of newsworthy but again not that newsworthy if you've been following GTA online there's going to be a battle royale mode in the online mode which you know, it's basically gonna... what GTA Online is now. Well, yeah, it's yeah. also they, like... they had they launched their own battle royale sort of hmm. mode. So not but it's surprising. also like if there's this giant wide open space in the world of Red Dead, and and all the the multiplayer was just the whole map, like wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was the whole map. So like all Red Dead was was like survival, find meager weapons, shoot ammo, shoot shoot animals, regenerate your health. It's kind of perfect for a battle royale hmm. mode. So I played the Fortnite one recently. Did I ever talk about that here? Yeah, you did. The, the you PUBG did. ripoff? It's, it's weird. It's, 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 it's too it's fast. Weird. It's fast, but it's also, when you add all the other stuff of like building, and, mm-hmm. and, and it just, 
for a lot of people, it's too much to follow. I think one of the beautiful things of PUBG is it's it's simple, right? It's, just it's like, punk hey, rock yeah. as shit. It's yeah, the most yeah, punk yeah. rock game in the universe. It's but, all distortion. It, it's an acquired taste, but the people who are into that, mm-hmm. they actually love Fortnite better. It's, it's than polished as fuck. It's yeah. way more polished. Well, speaking of PUBG, mm-hmm. PUBG is uh, taking great strides to get rid of cheaters. Mm-hmm. Including now, if you turn on the game after a recent update and you have, uh, what is it called, shaders? or some, There's some like uh, uh, app that people are using to cheat. If it just detects that you have that installed, you get like immediately, you're not allowed in the game. And it, But it does tell you, hey, uninstall that thing and you can come in. Yeah, uh, I thought I saw a ban of like a one million players. A million players like in one month A million alone. players yeah. got banned in January. Yeah. Reshave, wow. it's called. Yeah. So if you have there Reshave. There aren't that many people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, a million people in just January. People. So uninstall Reshade if you have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, Super Mario Odyssey producer settled a uh, a long, a long, long discussed uh, debate in video games. Uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi, mm-hmm. he said that it's not a hat. Toad's head is just a mushroom. Yep. Yep. Uh, that sucks. I disagree. <laughs> I don't like that. People have been saying, like, oh, this fan art is now valid of, like, Toad, like, Prying off the mushroom mm-hmm. head to like reveal brains underneath. So, <coughs> I think there isn't a conventional brain under there. I think it's a loosely connected neural network like you'd find in a lobster, but it's spread across the surface of the mushroom. So he actually said, though, it's up to you to figure out, and there's, I don't know, maybe there's something in there, I think was his response. Yeah, come. So it's done. a painted dick, and we've known <laughs> it this whole fucking time. I don't care how many next-gen reboots he has. That is the head of a penis with the whole seal. It's a hat. Well, there it's were games a hat. where, there were a, games where he like, took hat. it off for a second and put it back on, right? Like, I remember seeing... No, no, I think there was. I think so. he did it on the cartoon. Oh, no, well. The cartoon. The American cartoons he's done that. Which are which are fucking canon. Yeah. Canon. <laughs> Which I'm sure we're drawing. I thought you were going to say right fucking now. cancerous. Canon. Captain no. Albano Cannon. is the official Mario. I really do. Ma- I mean, you know, no no disrespect to Charles Martinet, but like, uh, Luigi, we got to go get these pizza. Like, that's that's the best Mario Do drugs, voice. you go to hell before you die, kids. <laughs> I'm Mario. And I love that. I love that Luigi. Whoa, Mario! Like, that Luigi is so... It's just, I like Don Knotts so Luigi? I guess yeah. it's kind of the same. I like him so much more than Mario. That's why people no, but do I, drugs, I must say, because these, they're addicted to hell. During these interviews, they actually opened it up with the question addressing the Mario nipples and navel situation. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, why? he has nipples but no belly button. Yeah. And he, like, he was like, this is really the first question you did. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're diving right in. Into that but, one, but huh? it, was, yeah. it was adorable, right? Because you have this this guy, this uh, I'd probably say middle aged man. He's mm-hmm. very respectful. He does the full bow thing, and it's so cute in the full Mario with with the Cappy on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so this guy is being you know, very formal, and the first question is like, "Hey, how come Mario has nipples but no belly button?" He's like, "Really? This is <laughs> this is what you, you got me because he's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let it go." The he's, fact that he that was asked in an official Nintendo thing, you wasted like everyone's time, bomb. and it's Tristan Cooper's fault. I God. think like Tristan yeah. Cooper, he he made that huge thread of, you know, proof. He made, like, a giant article, too, about about the debate of it's it a hat or, or not. And uh, I feel like that started a lot of the conversation in the internet. I feel like no one really thought about it that much because we all knew it was a hat. At best, it's a half-deflated soccer ball. At best? Yes, at right. best. Why and is I know best? Because it's not a hat. It's just something he's no, using to hide something. That's, that would make I it a hat. I said at best. If you put a soccer ball in your head, it's, it's now a, a hat. It's a painted The FedEx Pope is go. wearing a think, hat. Think about all the times that you as Mario bounced on Captain Toad's head repeatedly. And yeah. what that must have done to the whatever sort of brain is on Yeah, it, and now you know his head <laughs> like, was cruelly circumcised. He, ah, he my doesn't, genitals! He doesn't have the skull. It's just this 
a mushy bed of plant matter that's spread out across the top of them. My it's soft like, spot! Like the, yes! <laughs> yeah, but you don't know what's... It could be like... You could have like a skull cap over over the head, right? With with the spots, the various colored spots, and then like, they get that That's way. worse. Fucking Larry <laughs> David's roommate? Like, that, no, it didn't what? happen. Just a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference. Don't okay. trip over it. <laughs> oh, wait, he's, he's Jamie Smooth? <laughs> there you go. It only took two seconds. Kazurai is stepping down as CEO Aww. of Sony. President and CEO. He's only been that since 2012. Well, wow. that, that big dumb rumor, and I hate reading media news and trying to relate it here when I haven't done my research, but isn't the rumor that Sony's assets are going to go up for purchase a la Fox? There is a Disney's rumor that came out earlier this week, that's so, but it's Sony's entertainment assets. So it's the movie yeah. stuff, maybe. The, uh, come on, these are everyone's always talking. I can see yeah. the sure. woman yeah. Ghostbusters at Disneyland. Sure, but like then, then you have companies like Universal, uh, not Universal, Comcast, and Comcast is trying to block the Disney acquisition of Fox yep. because uh, and, and I was reading about it, like why did Fox do this and like they thought they couldn't compete yep. Disney was too big why not get out but now I don't and think make it's billions Sony of dollars games if I, I I'm could be misremembering I'm sure divisions. someone will correct me but I think it is just Sony movies and TV which is the studio mm-hmm. that's in Culver City mm-hmm. um yeah, they made community. They made community. Ooh, a baby What's driver is, dark this is, ride. This is the second mm. big Sony exec to step down in, in, mm-hmm. in what three or four months, maybe six months or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anything's wrong. I don't think it's a sign of anything wrong. If anything, this is a mic drop. Like he put them, he brought them back from PS3 to PS4. Like they're mm-hmm. they're on top right mm-hmm. now, right? So maybe he's just saying, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Try something new. I'm going out on top. Who knows? Um, or they're just trying something different as a company. But yeah, it is kind of it is sort of a weird time. You brought to them step from down. dark times to the dark tower. Like all all the great things Sony has brought us. He knows there's nothing good after 4K. He mm. knows that the arms race of TVs is no longer a viable option to run a business. That's fucking weird. Does anybody own a Sony television? I do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay, just checking. It's not. It's an older one. It's not a 4K. My TV. dad was so fucking proud of his Sony television. Like. As a little kid, like, should, should we get a bigger TV? To, like, no, we got a Sony. It'll yeah. never break. Magnet box. It's Sony. It's amazing. Look at it. It sits on the ground. It has, like, wood paneling. Half of the object <laughs> is the actual screen. You want to change the channel? <laughs> Hand me the pliers. Yeah. <laughs> why would you ever replace it? Why would you ever return a Sony? It's a fucking Sony. Yeah, they only yeah, three oh, channels. Get out of here. I paid four times as much for this TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It never breaks. That's why you buy a TV. Am I wrong? Oh, What's a computer? People cough it over by racist stereotype character. I don't, I don't care about that. It's no. disrespectful. Mm. <laughs> so the new Blops. Call of Duty is rumored to be Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Ooh. which, again, not too surprising. This is Treyarch making this one, and they've made the other Blops games. They're mm-hmm. At this point, they're the Ace Studio. It's so weird how Call of Duty used it's to be. Fucking and I know, weird. Michael, you have a story about this, or you kind of you know ask the guy, like, hey, what's it like to be oh, the Ace yeah, Studio yeah, yeah. now? But, no, I mean, Treyarch does the, the games that everyone likes. Uh, I feel like Sledgehammer is pretty solid with mm-hmm. all of their games that they do. They did the last mm-hmm. one with Call of Duty World War II. And now Infinity Ward, which used to be the A studio, it's like they're the ones that just like, oh no, I don't. Which game are they making? Well, just, now? I think I think you never would have been able to predict. And what was what year did Modern Warfare Two come out? Which blew everyone's That's mind. That's a good question. Which which blew everybody's mind. Black Ops was already out, but that Black Ops would outlive 
Modern Warfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're not that right. fucking different. They're just these generic characters that, that aren't in one or the other. It's sort of the so same thing. So remember when we were actually invested in the adventures of Soap and Price? Oh mm-hmm. no, they've been declared fugitives. Soap so and people. The rumor about this one is, is you know, Black Ops was always this sort of out there Call of Duty one. It was like, hey, they're, they're jumping around timelines That's doing right. crazy it, things. It did do something special. It's just this huge blind spot for me. But then all of a sudden Infinite Warfare happened. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, fuck mm-hmm. it, we're taking Call of Duty to space! Mm-hmm. And now they're like, oh, we got fucking Kit Harrington up in this bitch. They're bringing it down to Earth by mm-hmm. going back to Black Ops, right? And so it's it's mm-hmm. they're, what they're saying. They're saying, oh no, we're, we're making it a more grounded storyline, which grounded for Black Ops. Well, there there is a means, story right? to Black Ops. Yeah, There's yeah. a story in their zombies modes, mm-hmm. and like uh, I, I, it's just a, a big blind spot for me. I just I thought it would be. I, I really thought I would have predicted Modern Warfare Four, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare Four. Very confusing. But I don't think they've done a Modern Warfare is the deal. The Treyarch, has, mm-hmm. they do all the, the they blobs. Do. The other big part of this news, I forgot to mention, it's coming to Switch. No. That's, right, yes. that's kind of huge, right? Because you got to wonder how compromised that version is going to be to be on a Switch, right? And Did is you it play be the, the PSP thing? one? Right, right, yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> oh, it's going to be better than that. Come on. So clearly... So? Yeah. Or the Wii? Remember the Wii Call of Duty game? Yeah. I'm anxious to see if Activision puts this one out and see what happens with sales. It's been a while since they put a Call of Duty on a Nintendo console. Uh, so we'll see how this one performs or not. But yeah, I mean, so that's the latest rumor. The other kind of piece of news is, um, it's sad piece of news. And this has happened to me a few times, and so I feel bad for everyone that's affected. But This is about the Call of Duty guy? Uh, no, 30% of the um, Dead Rising studio for Capcom was, right. was shut down this mm. week. And so the news was, uh, and then Capcom officially confirmed it, so they... Um, they are restructuring the studio and focusing the next Dead Rising title. Uh, so, so they're already admitting, yeah, we're working on another Dead Rising. For me, this is sort of an indication of what's been going on with Capcom in general. I feel like Capcom kind of was trying to figure out their their way and what and their place in the industry for the past several years. And then within the past year or two, they sort of started to figure that out again, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they had more fighting... Street Fighter Five came out. They stumbled, but they're they're now they have the arcade edition, and they're kind of they figured that out again. They had Marvel vs. Capcom fighting come out last year. They had Resident Evil Seven was was well, a success, right? You know, and so um, and then now they have Monster Hunter, which is was gigantic, right? So if anything, Dead Rising was kind of like old Capcom, where they were doing more Western games or something, and so it was almost a, a leftover of that. It was also a franchise that um, seemed to have. I don't want to say it lost its way, but it I sound like I just, someone that hasn't seen the Crackle hmm. movie. It's really good. Oh, that with, oh, with uh, the uh, Rock Riggle? Am I too funny? What's happening? No one's <laughs> getting anything I say. Well, this took a second to process <laughs> I was like, wait, there was a movie? <laughs> There's a movie about Crackle? It's, it's got to be because I'm too No, but funny. I feel like Dead Rising peaked at, at two. Three came out, and it was the Xbox One exclusive, and so not mm-hmm. as many people played it. it. I didn't think it was as good as two. Four came out. I thought four was great. Four was four mm-hmm. was fine, but remember it yeah. came out in December, which is which is really and, tough. And for it was Christmas themed. Christmas it was Christmas awesome. theme, but it matched. But if you come out past Black Friday for for a game, that's really tough on sales, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's one of those things where maybe this is an indication of hey, Capcom, we're we're figuring out our way. We're focusing this. We're doing more titles coming out of Japan again because you know the Japanese game development industry is just, like, coming back. So. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel really bad for everyone affected, and, and I'm sure they'll land on their feet. They're a talented bunch of guys, but uh, guys and gals. But yeah, it's I just, think the yeah. Canadian development scene's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah I, I they remain cool. focused on the Puzzle Fighter mobile game, which they did help develop. And yes. they actually that was in the mm-hmm. in their statement. They yes. said yeah, they will focus on that, and then a more focused version of Dead Rising. So it's not like Dead Rising is gone. I just think they're 
they had overscoped it and understaffed it, which is like kiss of death for a video game. You're not in the whole mall; it's just just the food court. Oh, okay. Uh, the and Phoenix Wright just came to that mobile game this week, right? I think oh. I think that was a new mm-hmm. thing. The puzzle I saw. They tweet mm-hmm. about it constantly. I, that's the only oh, way okay. I hear about it. And I think they said the Phoenix Wright's a new character in that because he's technically a Marvel vs. Capcom guy. So mm-hmm. he's, ah. he's like grandfathered into Street Fighter. Doesn't, you don't have to be a fighter to be in there. Put the What's dog. In, put the goddamn dog in there and beautiful Dan, Joe. Dan's in the, there. The ghost trick dog. Which dog? Uh, missile. I, I was yeah. Amaterasu. I was trying to be. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. Is beautiful Joe in there yet? I don't know. I don't, he should be. I play real games for real men. Beautiful Joe's a game for men. Baby. No, that game's great. Yeah. Uh, and, and I say, I, I don't play Puzzle Fighter because it doesn't have any Disney characters. <laughs> don't look at what I have on my phone. <laughs> Are there it's any Zooms zoom in this? Yeah. I should probably check that out because Puzzle Fighter is pretty fucking great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially a mobile version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a mobile Pokemon Puzzle League and then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. I think I just got hung up on the tutorial in Puzzle Fighter and I was like, just let me play the game. Yeah. Uh, picked okay. in every time. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You, you guys do. are reminding me of, of another announcement that just came out. So Sega announced that they have uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris is coming to Steam, I believe. Is what really? The was. Yeah, they oh, were. They made Puyo Puyo, they were, Puyo Tetris. They were teasing yeah. it in they, the uh, Steam forums with some ASCII art. They had yeah, some I'm Puyo not, I'm not art. Not sixty bucks for a Tetris mm-hmm. game. It's 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 really <laughs> it's the, the demo was like. I remember at a certain point when the demo first came out. I think for PS4 it was like broken and it just played indefinitely. You basically had the whole game. So this one came to Switch. I think it's the Switch version, which I want to say was maybe thirty on Switch, but this one's twenty. So mm. that's for PC, pretty... it's online. I know a lot. I know they just monetize an ad on Instagram. Like, come shop Streets of Rage in our Sega store. I'm like, what year is this, and why did you wait this long? A Streets of Rage store? I've gone fucking crazy on Sega, uh, Sega's website. Oh, not like there's I like, like numerous a products. Shop. Numerous, numerous Streets of Rage products, oh. yes. I thought you meant like I'd go mm-hmm. down the market and go to the, the service game store. Sorry it was so <laughs> ambiguous, but I tried to clarify. Hey, the Studio Ghibli <laughs> store is coming in a few weeks. So what? There's what? a pop-up Studio Ghibli what? store run by Kinokuniya. God damn. Uh, no, where? You have, you have to sign up to go there. I've already signed what? up for a couple days. Yeah. And this is how I find out. Curious. It's free. You just got to claim a spot. Uh, so okay. I, I signed up uh, for like three days in a row, and I'm going to try and go and buy everything I can. <laughs> so I, I texted oh, okay. Matt over the weekend. I was like, trying to watch Spirited Away, and I don't get oh, it. Yeah. Is something wrong with me? And goes, yes. oh, no, no. That thing is just, you know, it's like that either movie, you like it or you hate yeah, it. Yeah, that, that movie, it's not like other movies. So it's it can be difficult to get into, I think. But it's, That it's, movie's fucking awesome. It's gr- Oh, yeah. It's, I saw it in the theater awesome. recently. It it's was, amazing. It was like, I was like, it's kind of giving me an Alice in Wonderland vibe. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, more like a dream sequence. Or vaguely improvised. In uh, a bit, a the bit. series of moments that strung together and comes together yeah, at the end, it's and not like a A to B. It's not a three act structure. That's it's, it's what very, Miyazaki does. He writes yeah. in storyboards. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with me. It's fine. I admitted yeah. it's a mad. Many consider. Did you watch it, it with your daughter? What'd she say? Dad, you're an idiot. No, 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 no. Sure, I had to watch to make sure she could. Sure, Kiki's and Totoro. And that's uh, yeah, that's I mean, the next the one. worst yeah. thing you're gonna get in a Ghibli movie is just a giant <laughs> set of animal balls. Mm. Like it, it's not that. That's scary. basically most Punpoko. No, uh, po- it is insane. But it also the cat bus. The cat bus ah, is the yeah. biggest set of fucking nuts. That's true. In a classic movie. Yeah. How are you watching it without your daughter? What were you doing? <laughs> like you don't get a lot of time without your kids. <laughs> they were asleep. I put it on, watch it down. Yeah, there. Imagine like, you're just that was part of my problem. Is I kept falling asleep watching it, and I was yeah. like, okay, there's it's either the movie or I'm just. You're like tired. they're finally asleep, trying to watch cartoons. You gotta watch yes. the American <laughs> Disney dub because Michael Chiklis does a great job becoming a pig. <laughs> for four seconds. Oh, he's your dad. He's your dad for like yeah. ten seconds. Like yes. Oh, I, you act like that's not you when your girlfriend falls asleep. Time to watch cartoons. No, that's but I have to do that. I don't have kids. Don't have My girlfriend doesn't like anything that I like. 
She it's, falls asleep, and I'm like, yes, old old TGF shows. Is it, is it weird that the Japanese and, and also Europeans have, like, no qualms about putting, like, animal ball sacks and dicks and butts? It says, no, it's natural, it's natural, makes America the odd man out for not acknowledging it, it, what's it right It is weird it. Yeah. that we, like, smooth our animal hindquarters mm-hmm. in children's it's animation. It's nature, dude. Yep. Hey. Not, not just that. Like, when I had a schnauzer, I noticed they always gave him, like, this hair skirt. Like, this looks dumb. My dog's a boy. Hair skirt. <laughs> Why does it have a hair skirt? He's got like a Tarzan. You notice that if you had like a terrier, like that, you mm-hmm. have to cut. And I, we, I'm like, I, I went to the vet and that time, the, the whatever the haircutologist. I'm out of words. The groomer. Like, the groomer, like hairologist. Like, what? Don't fucking. They don't, they don't have a medical license. Don't dude. fucking yeah. leave him. Don't leave him a skirt. Like just give him a cut all Show the way around, mm-hmm. and his dick and balls hung down to like like in a way I'd never seen you were before. Proud of it, weren't you? You're well, proud. Like, well, look at these fucking the point balls. is, he was proud of it. Mm-hmm. Caesar was proud of it and didn't care, and That's he didn't have a stupid game. hair skirt. It was it's Planet of the Apes reference. Proportionally uh, huge for his body. Uh, it, nah, I mean not for Antista, but he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's all right. His dick was only two inches. From the ground. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm everyone's dad now. Um, I'm done. But Kiki, show that one to your daughter. Yeah. It's, I, I like Next. Spirit Away. I love Spirit Away. So I don't, a I don't think it's... Coming, the store has cool stuff, though. I went to a... I was in South Korea, and I went to a store in a mall there. And, and, and even, like... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like Miyazaki stuff. And the stores are super cool. So mm-hmm. worth, we have a, a store, a chain here that's a Japanese chain called Kinokuniya. And they're the official American retailer of Ghibli, so no, no, you're not going to fool me. That's an upcoming game, Ninokuni Two, Kinokuniya Two. Yeah. Uh, it's in Japan Town. Where, where is this? Kinokuniya. We'll talk about it. In Japan yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to <laughs> show you the dumb, the dumb girls ducktail shirt I got. Hey, uh, there was a community okay. segment. It mm. segmented our community. Old Usually fuck. does. Yeah. Mm. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was if you could erase your memory of having played a game and come at it fresh. What would that game be? Uh, Matt, you weren't here last week. Did you have I was. Answer? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I, I would actually... You um, erased your memory of it. <laughs> I would play through Gone Home again. Because Gone Home Ooh. was so surprising, and I, I kind of didn't... I purposely didn't read about it before playing, mm-hmm. and I was just so pleasantly surprised. And the game, it doesn't take long enough to play through, and so for me, it was like... Yeah, it was just it was such a perfect experience of like, wow, I don't know much about this game. I'm playing through it. It kind of surprised me with what it did, and so I would love to go back and uh, and play through that game. Would yeah. your memory of being a beta cock still be there, or like uh, um, like girl games? Yeah, the idea that you like something that's not a game and doesn't deserve any awards, and everybody involved with it needs to be harassed as much as possible. Come at me, bro. Yeah. Come at me. <laughs> one, one of the best single sitting experiences I've ever had in video games was that. Like, I played it in two hours. I played it like on a couch on a laptop, so like right in my face. And when I got to the end of it, like the the dread and build up to the last few minutes of that game, and then the release that you get at the end of that game, I just started crying. I, just played, it, like, I played it in front of two people. I played it because yeah. like, it's one of those games that like it's never boring to watch mm-hmm. either. It's so tight. Yeah. Just think, keep going. I think through. it took me six hours because I was very thorough really? in everything. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. If you read everything, yeah. and I feel like read, I did yeah. that. It took me two hours. Uh, but I, again. I'm going to reiterate last week's answer, Shadow of the Colossus, because having played some of the remake, I was like, this is amazing, but there's no way I'm going to feel as bad about killing these things as I did the first time mm-hmm. I played it. That's, That's how the f- trick. You just yeah. got to do what I do is age enough. You're going to forget the whole thing and you mm-hmm. play through it and it's fine. It's just yeah. like you played yeah, it they, the first time. These Colossi shouldn't have come here undocumented. <laughs> they, oh. they shouldn't have. Jesus Christ. But what are we going to do? We can't just it's open weird. up the whole world of Wandered, yeah, everybody. This time when I played it, there was a giant wall that Colossus couldn't get past. It was weird. <laughs> and they Not paid enough for room for the Colossi. 
Uh, is nobody liking my character today? Hmm. Well, nobody likes the basis of the character. <laughs> uh, anyway, first responder on VidjaGameApocalypse.com in the comments was Kakita Onimaru, who said, I wish I could erase everything I know about Final Fantasy XV and play it over again. My enjoyment of the game was hampered due to me knowing way too much about what Final Fantasy XIII Versus was supposed to be, a modern political drama taking place mm. almost entirely in insomnia, and the rush development cycle rushed caused <laughs> large sections of story and gameplay to be removed. It only took ten years to do that game. That yeah. was a rush job. Additionally, now that they have released a plethora of DLC filling in the story gaps, I wonder if I would enjoy the game more if I picked it up fresh today. If I if I was get to give a question of the week, I love Final Fantasy XV so much. And there's too many things that happen in that game that are like clearly like, you'll find out later what happened. Mm. And I never played... Any of Actually, that. the DLC I was just reading they never retconned the some of that stuff. Did they? So with oh, yeah. with one of the the episode Ignis, there's certain endings, and it, and if you get one of the endings, it basically kind of rewrites what happens in the main game. I, I found a new recipe. <laughs> he didn't find the new recipe. But there's there's some big stuff that happens in that game. Um, spoiler alert! So like Ignis loses his eyesight at one point oh, and no. I guess the DLC is supposed to fill in those gaps and, and kind of you know does it? There's, there's the gaps main, left by his eyes? out of the crew of four like a couple of them just disappear through the course of that game you're like where'd that guy go and they I guess that's what the DLC disappear. Yeah. and the yeah. DLC is like oh here's what he was doing mm-hmm. when he's off there so, he yeah. loses his eyes he's just and it did make sense because according to the story you're my slave you <laughs> you cannot leave my side Right, they're like, they're, they're like where his, are you going? They're like his best friend, manservant things. I'm on yeah, the biggest my quest of my entire life. Yeah, you're my best friend, and I pay yeah. you. you. Where'd can't you go? Just fuck off. See, in my head canon, Gladio was he's coming over because he's my husbando, and we were, we were spending some time together. Mm. What's he's, the other guy's he's name? He's dreamy. Uh, Ignis. Name, you name Ignis, three of them. What's the other one? Uh, Prompto. Prompto. Yeah. This is my man, Prompto. Mm. Prompt. Yeah, he has the weird backstory about right? how he used to be a fat kid. There you go. Yeah. They had to do that's a different a weird character backstory? model? That's literally the backstory of everyone at this table. Yeah, we're yeah, all that's prompt. That's the most relatable Some of backstory. us are still fat kids. Not me. <laughs> as felt as possible. Laser Time Rules said, Earthbend. Earth, Earthbound. Easily. I vividly remember randomly renting it from Blockbuster, knowing nothing about it, other than those Nintendo Power ads saying the game stinks. Oh, yeah, the NWA era. Nintendo with attitude. Well, that was also like, look, scratch and sniff stickers. Yeah. This game stinks. It originally came with those scratch and sniff cards. Like, smell what this enemy smells like. Yeah. But don't scratch them so the game's in mint condition 20 exactly, years later. Yeah. And it's up for 600 bucks. Got to save those. I think my love for sci-fi attracted me to the box art. In any case, after playing it that weekend, I was instantly hooked. I tried re-renting slash begging my parents to take me to Blockbuster every weekend to no avail. That summer, I saved and saved until I struck a deal with my parents on September 15th, 1995. Ooh, never forget. Where my big. parents and I halved on the game, which was on sale for seventy five ninety five at oh. Service Merchandise. Memories. Man, I'm old. Mm. Service so Merchandise was the first place I think I got my Nintendo. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was like, like it was a cheaper Montgomery Ward before there was ever a Best Buy or... It's so weird that he mentioned specifically oh. the, the box art because I remember the box art is kind of what kept me from playing that game. It's awful. It's, it's this weird 90s yeah. generic, just looked like just not even, golden it's like monster. sort of like a golden monster mm-hmm. alien thing. And I'm like, I don't, it had nothing to do with what the game like, was about. If they, if at, the, at my age, if they put the character models of like the fucking amiibos 
of Ness and and Lucas, like that would have sold me immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just put those characters in the box. They, Little they, squat they South Park put babies. So much into like promoting that Nintendo power. They had like the claymation characters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But I just remember like I would you know, I literally rented probably everything from the Nintendo aisles at Blockbuster. I was like, Oh, I gotta check this out. If that title I was like, Oh, there's no reason to play that thing. Look at that thing. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the game, but I, and you know, it kept me away from a great game. People think that uh, box art has nothing to do with purchasing decision decisions, but they're wrong. It sucks. Well, no, but back then it was Maybe different, right? Because back much. then there wasn't so much coverage of a thing. That's other, true. If you weren't That's reading true. Nintendo Power, it's like, what is this thing? You'd go by the box art. Yeah, right? I won't buy anything without a generic prospector holding a banjo and that's why I bought that <laughs> yes. that's why Phalanx. I bought Phalanx um, I was so scared of the Jack Frost movie VHS cover the one that was lenticular and he looked like a nice friendly snowman then you uh, turned it and he was a scary snowman with big ooh. teeth it scared yeah, me that's remember what I, how that movie came out at the same time as another family movie called Jack the Frost the Michael Keaton one yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah why was, was his name already Jack Frost the one that you missed your show director burned the bridges to the best show of all time uh, wow like, yeah great Brandon Fra- Brandon Fraser Brandon Jesus, Fraser it's Fraser Fraser uh, I <laughs> said Sound, sound drunker than I am, but it's my retainer. Uh, I would have to say Mac Venture Games, <laughs> yep. Shadowgate, Deja Vu, uh, Deja Vu, Uninvited. Text and graphic adventures were a big part of my life growing up, and the uh, and the NES ports of those games I'm especially fond of. Funny though, uh, I had started playing those when I was around the age of five or six, and used to be scared <laughs> to death of them. Good God, the first time uh, meeting the mysterious lady in Uninvited. Uh, used to give me nightmares, but over time I finally got over it and was able to complete all three and loved them all. Just finding all of the ways the game could kill you was always the most amusing thing to me, especially moments when the game would warn you you were about to do something, you do it anyway, and uh, then the game mocks you for it. You had to try. You had to try. I think they're all in GOG now. Hmm. What? What are you waving at me? It's the original Stanley Parable. Huh? Are you telling me to read the next one? I'm going to take the next one. What are you, the director? Mark Kalzer says, I wish I could erase my knowledge of how to beat the Monkey Island games. Mm. Oh, yeah. When I first played them, I was too young and or too impatient to try to solve them myself, so I plowed through them with a walkthrough guide. Mm. I was able to love the delicious humor, but I destroyed the sense of discovery. After playing Thimbleweed Park last year and only resorting to the in-game helpline a handful of times, it's made me wish I could go back and play Monkey Island pure. I didn't play the first Monkey Island until I was in high school. I've got to be honest. Mm. The, the, so those first, that, was, that wasn't a sense of discovery. That was just randomly trying to match shit together until you figured out a Monkey Island 1 is not as bad as other games. Like are you that. talking about the remakes of Monkey Island? Because those, no, those are different. I, you, I played the it in, originals? I played it in Scum VM. Okay. And I wow. guess maybe it was a little complicated. But I remember uh, I like woke up one day and I started playing it. And just like from, from morning until sunset, I played through the first Monkey Island in one sitting. Oh, he also adds... Uh, uh, on that same note, I'm glad that every Sierra Adventure game I played through were with walkthroughs. Fuck those games. Aww. I'm glad I didn't waste hours of my childhood on end trying to solve puzzles late in the games, not realizing I had to have picked up a random object way back at the beginning that the game was now unsolvable. Come to think of it, it's bullshit that the Sierra game puzzle design that are why I stuck to walkthroughs in the first place. Okay, that is specifically talking about King's Quest V, mm. and that's sort of like the nadir of Sierra puzzle design, where yes, there is a pie at the beginning <laughs> of the game, yeah, yeah. cooling on windowsill. If you don't pick it up, then you don't get to throw it at a Yeti late in the game and he'll eat you. Can you not go back and get it? it no, because you're you're trapped on a mountainside with a fucking Yeti. And it was also uh, one of the police quest games was like, you have to cut off cat hair and glue it to your face. No, that's Gabriel Knight 3. Oh, it's Gabriel Knight? Okay. Yes. Was Gabriel Knight and- Sierra? 
Yes. Okay. So and, you have to... and that is you are trying to pose as a friend of yours who looks nothing like you. With so a fake you have ID. to Yeah, you steal his passport and in order to I guess look more like him, you put on a ball cap and a, a fake mustache that again, you ha- like you said, you have to like put a piece of tape under a fence so that when a cat goes under the fence, it traps the cat's hairs on the tape mm-hmm. and then you wear the tape as a fake mustache. And then you draw the mustache on the passport because your friend doesn't have a mustache. Yeah. So you have to give both of your, both him and you fake mustaches. I'm not sure if that's part of it, but it should I'm be. Pretty, the LucasArts games not. used to do that too, but it was always like for a joke. But uh-huh. you had gone yeah. through so much to figure it out. You're like, the joke's not funny. You're like, ah, guys, that's really great. Mm. I think the worst one in LucasArts was uh, the bricks in uh, Full Throttle. There was like... You had to click on like every brick on this wall to find oh, the one really? you're supposed to kick, but that was the only time they got into like bullshit. Usually, Lucas Arts were well designed, and and in Phantasmagoria, you had to sit through a rape scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not making that up. No, it's real. I remember yeah. asking my friend if there are any sex scenes in video games. He's like, "There's one. You want to see it?" And like, yes. I'm ten. Irreversible, the game. What is this? Yeah. And then you went and watched the original Evil Dead afterwards, didn't you? Mm, not Dead at that David. point. Not at that point. We uh, we walked. We, but I did walk ass backward into the accused. Terrible comedy. Um, what's the name of the woman who made all Sierra games? Uh, I'm trying to think uh, of Roberta, Williams. Williams. Roberta Williams. We love you, Roberta Williams. Well, she made all the King's Quests and a couple yes. others, and there was also Gano Hane and uh, the Michael Bay movie. No. And then there was the... I'm blanking on the creator of Gabriel Knight, what her name was. Oh, I can't I can't remember. We have some uh, video responses this week. First one from RedRock93. Hey, VGA. It's RedRock963 here with my buddy Murray. Mm-hmm. He seems to be trying to eat my pick for this week's question of the week. Oh, shit! Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII, that's the game that I want to forget. And relive all over again, mainly because the shit that goes down in disc one got spoiled for me. <laughs> but that was kind of my own fault. I didn't really have a PlayStation at the time, so I was playing it at a friend's house. And, of course, she always got to play it before me because she had the PlayStation. And then she comes to school one day, and it's like, hey, guess what happens at disc one? Aris dies. I'm like, Fuck. See, even Murray got disgusted at that spoiler. Hmm. Anyway, but yeah. Final Fantasy VII wrote answered, but still it would have been a nice experience to actually experience that Aerith death for real. Anyway, have a good week, guys. Later. See? Your friend sounds like a real shithead. Well, there was your out. You you just said it yourself. I would have just gone, who's Aerith? Uh, you mean Aerith? And then yeah. just <laughs> glasses up. It would have been funny. <sighs> mm, it bothers me that in uh, Wreck-It Ralph... There. First of all, an arcade game has uh, graffiti that says Aerith lives. Mm. So, like, why does an arcade game know about Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> Pushing glasses up. And why does it say Aerith when, if it's from the disc version, it should say Aerith? They didn't change it till Kingdom Hearts. Uh, that was the Japanese title. Actually. Yeah, the Japanese title was Aerith. Or, yeah, but was, how would they know that? Uh, actually, how would I they know, know in an American arcade game? Why do you care about this? By the way, because Square Enix is also counting on you for getting Final Fantasy VII so that you'll buy it again when the remake comes. <laughs> I'll, buy it. I'll buy it again. Is I've it still it episodic? Times. I wonder. Uh, Cajun Crippler Cody Laveau has this to say. Hey, VGA. It's Cajun Crippler Cody Laveau here with my pet meerkat, apparently. Uh, oh. Shelby the dog. The dog um, awesome. If I could uh, forget any game, bring it back, it would be The Curse of Monkey Island. Uh, I love the Monkey Island series, but especially that one because of the graphics and the puzzles. Um, I think the key sort of puzzle to that was um, uh, you had to get a gold tooth out of a pirate's mouth 
So you had to give him a jawbreaker, and then you had to uh, fill up uh, a piece of chewing gum with some helium. So then the loose tooth popped in the gum, floated up, went out the window, fell in a mud puddle. Uh, you then had to uh, uh, poke holes into a pie tin um, and then, like, pan it out like you were panning for gold in a mud puddle to find a gold tooth. And um, I remember, man, it took me, like, hours to figure that out. And I would love to just be back in that mindset where I get to figure something out again for the first time and get that aha moment. But also it would be so funny uh, to get tarred and feathered again and uh, have that same gold tooth guy um, – Go, madre de Dios, es el pollo diablo, because he thinks you're a giant chicken, and then he hits you on the head, and you get served up um, as fried chicken. Anyway, it's a video game room again. Uh, that's a Morton Joe's mask up there. Ooh, nice. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Later, uh, I don't know, Michael, Matty J, Chris, uh, fourth guest. Good guest. Yay. We witnessed you, Cody Laveau. Yeah. You guys see what I mean about those jokes. Y'all got jokes, huh, Tim Schafer? You got jokes? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it was wrong. Maybe Lucas Arts had some bullshit like, in so, it. So, wait. You want to forget that so you have to figure it out from scratch all over Yeah, because you get that rush when you figure something out like oh, that. That's but he true. said he liked it. He said he liked the, the jokes. Like Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. You know, 10, 12 years ago when I was playing it, it, it was exciting to be like, oh, he looked under the thing, so I have to climb up the little staircase on his butt and then mm-hmm. get up on him. Also, he's got a staircase on his butt. Yeah. Just, just he's got say. a little fire escape on his butthole. Uh, Aragorn546, a.k.a. Mike Amari, has a video response as well. Hey, VGA crew. It's Mike Amari here again, uh, answering question of the week. Question of the week, of course, was if you could wipe your memory and go back and play any game again for mm-hmm. the first time ever, which one would it be? For my money, uh, with so many to choose from, it really comes down to one that's very emotionally important for me, and that would be Access Software's Under a Killing Moon. Huh. It was a point-and-click adventure that used a lot of full-motion video and really leaned heavily on the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Robert Lozier. It had a really sharply written noir detective story, and when it came out, I was in junior high school. I really fell in love with it, and it opened my mind up to a whole genre of literature I didn't know was there. Uh, not only that, but... It was incredible because within the full motion video, you also had these 2D rendered uh, areas that were almost 3D. They were stitched together like Doom almost. And you'd walk around and you can click on anything. And absolutely anything had like a funny or witty saying go behind it. And it really was just half the fun was clicking on stuff and see what the uh, eponymous Tex Murphy, who was you know, your title character in it, <laughs> would say. Um, it really was just one of the best games at the time. Partially also because it was something that my family and I kind of rallied around. It was a game that I played, my mom played, my dad played. Um, even my sisters got into it, who are a bit older than me. Uh, it was one of the first games we had on our Packard Bell VGA computer. Mm. And Packard so it was Bell. one of those things that we would play a bit on our own save yeah, game, game, talk to the other God. one about it, and we'd have these shared experiences uh, that really are what I love about games. So... Yeah, if I can if I can play Tex Murphy's uh, Under Killing Moon again, it's part of the reason why when the Kickstarter for the Tesla Effect, it was called Project Fedora back in the day, <laughs> came out, I gladly forked over a hundred dollars not oh. only to help the game uh, come, go over the finish line, but to get my name in the credits. Nice. Yeah, nice. I'm in the credits of a video game. All right, thanks again, guys, for listening to me. Hope I didn't go too overly long here gushing about Under Killing Moon. If you have a chance to get it on GOG or something like that, and uh, I'll check in with you guys again next week. 
Love, There's, love your setup, yeah. buddy. Once again, Mike Amari putting yeah. the production value of Laser Time mm-hmm. to shame, and actually production mm-hmm. value of that FMV game to shame. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> six installments in that, and I didn't realize the first one was Mean Streets, which, like, I had oh. friends when I was in junior high who tell? would gush about that. Is that Chris Elliott as the main guy in that game? <laughs> it looks no, just I don't like him. I think so. Uh, look, we're getting a lot of point-and-click adventure answers, which I guess is yeah, kind of... I love point-and-click adventure games, but I guess, yeah, you only really play through them once. I and think that guy got a lot of work in the Valley, if you know what I mean. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, finally, yes, Michael Danqua at Maximilian has an answer. Hey, VJ crew, Michael Maximilian X here uh, with my answer to this week's question of the week. Uh, the game that I would like to replay again, as if it's my first time, is Secret of Mana. Um, hmm. It was the first RPG that I've ever played. When I was a kid, so it was my first time experiencing something like that. Before that, it was all platformers and side-scrolling shooters. So as my first game that has a narrative and three-player co-op, that was so cool. Like, co-op was something new to me. Like, I didn't even know that concept was a thing. And just playing that, it's just having having to re-experience that again with my with my cousin and his best friend and just going through that three player style yeah I'd uh, I'd probably do a lot of things just to get that experience back so that's it um thank you guys uh keep doing what you're doing and uh see you guys later well, funny you should say that because the remake is coming out next week. Up, yeah. So you can play it again for the first you time. You know what Secret of Mana was missing from his description? I'm sure he said it in another cut of the video. Hmm. 3D. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were missing. In, mm-hmm. in my, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I don't see. know. Proof really? Is was what you liked about Secret of Mana. You would have liked it more if it had 3D. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, we'll see how good the remake is. Yeah, it could is. be fine. Mm. I mean, now that we all know the secret, do you, it's not Do you assume it's going to be bad yeah. because it has 3D graphics? Uh, I think what was visually impressive about Secret of Mana was it being in 2D. Hmm. Doing a half-ass effort to retrofit it to 3D means it's going to disappoint fans and not be discovered ever by anyone. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Mm-hmm. We will see. All right, well, new question of the week. Since <laughs> Valentine's Day is uh, next week. What is your personal favorite uh, waifu or husbando <laughs> from video games? Uh, I'm just going to say... We're not forcing to take a same-sex... Make a same-sex answer. Does it have to be same I sex? think it has to be. Huh. I think it has to be. Force people into a mind exercise. Live as someone else. Want. Hmm. Yes, had, it is. If you had yeah, to sure. marry a character... <laughs> yes, it is. Sex. All right. Who's, who's your husbando or waifu? Same sex only. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Uh, that, that's going to be a challenge. Why? Um, oh, wait, I so got many one. beautiful men. Pick I, a bald space marine. Anyone. <laughs> I want Cosmo Kiryu to just hold me in his arms, to, to take me to a host club, show me a good evening, hmm. play some play some table tennis with me. You know, show me all the cool Sega arcades that are around. Just, just, just show me a good night out, Cosmo Kiryu, and then get that heat mode. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna go in a similar vein, but I'm gonna say uh, Goro Manjima as he was in Yakuza Zero. Yeah, well, you're a bottom, I'm a top. He's, I think it's he's fucking hot. Yeah, uh, and that, that he's Mark Hamill too. And and yeah, he is Mark Hamill. And the the transformation still makes no sense to me. It's just like 
I'm just going to be crazy and wear tacky fucking clothes now. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you do that. Yeah, you, you walk around with your shitty looking haircut. Yeah, he wears those cool like snake pants and uh-huh. and those giant tattoos all across his chest. Yep, and the, the just open jacket with no shirt and, and leather gloves. Like, mm-hmm. No, not not that version of him. The, uh, the nightclub the manager younger, version. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I already mentioned mine. It's Gladiolus from Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. He's the only guy in that crew that I wouldn't crush with my arms by hugging him because he, <laughs> he looks about my size or bigger than me. He's got the sweet tats. I don't know, you go camping together, you cook with the guy. He just seems like a good guy. Yeah. And I, he's your personal bodyguard in the game. Uh, I'm going to choose Trevor from GTA. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> because I think he'd be a willing but rough lover. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you, and I might not come, but I know, I know he'll spit in my mouth. Hmm. And that's all I really. That that's all name? you really need at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know. Can you come without that happening? But I mean, yeah. Fucking what, what's weird. he been eating? Fucking weirdo! Like, I can't believe what this guy's into. He can not, come not without having, having his mouth spit in. <laughs> what a normie! Yeah, what yeah. a normwad! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I only brought that up because it, we we talked this week on bonus time about our uh, live show. And he is still the only person I've ever recognized from a video game. Mm-hmm. I've heard John DiMaggio talk in an adjacent room at a party. I'm like, that's fucking Marcus Phoenix and Bender. But, like, I saw him in the green room like, Trevor. That's fucking he, Trevor. He that does is fucking look Trevor. Like him. He looks just like him. Well, he does, I've yeah. never recognized anybody from just a video game. When he showed up on, I don't know which I saw first. Broad City. Broad City or uh, Better Call Saul. Mm. I was like, that's fucking, he looks exactly he's like him. He's also in Westworld. Yeah, he's in Westworld, yeah. too. And it looks, it looks like Trevor's playing a, a character in Westworld. Yeah. And, it's uh, a little unsettling. Are you guys familiar actually. with Nathan Barnett at all? Mm-hmm. He's a L.A. comedian. He's a UCB guy. And he does, uh, I mean, mostly on the internet, I think he's famous for his, his character that does about video games. Uh but he he plays Trevor in videos a lot, and it's very funny because he's huh. already like bald with like long uh, side hair, and uh, just goes around and like falls out of trash cans and stuff, acting like him, and uh, dances. All right. Well, what is your same sex husbando or waifu? Let us know. Go into the comments at vidgamapocalypse.com. Answer under the episode for under answer under the post for episode two hundred and fifty one. I hope we awaken something in in at least two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Alternately, go hit us up on Twitter at vgapocalypse or uh, answer in the Facebook community, uh, Laser Time community on Facebook, uh, and we will read answers next week. Uh, in the meantime, who's got some plugs to go out on? Patreon.com laser time. Patreon.com slash laser time. <laughs> Less enthusiastic and more inaccurate. <laughs> like, like, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> Dr. Steve rolled through that. Yeah. Hey, dummy, go to Patreon.com <laughs> Patreon laser, laser at, at bombcom. Yeah. Space, space, space. You know, space, you want to just go to the Patreon. Just, just listen, dummy. Just so go what, to, what can I expect from reading your Patreon.com laser time it's, slash fiction? We, we talk over cartoons. We just did. Uh, we, Matt and I have been fucking around with the Clerks cartoon, and we have a <laughs> new commentary uh, for that. Up and we just watched the Clerks movie, and something about that I was hammered after the commentary that Dave Rudden came on for. I decided to watch Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and I, now mm-hmm. I am ultra eager to go through everything go, with every go one of you. Dogma, you got to go through Dogma. Well, I, I think I watched I that again recently. Like Dogma the most, but I, I watched Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, mm-hmm. and I'm like holy shit, this is a movie for four hundred thousand people, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was released in every yep. movie theater, <laughs> yep. and it's bad and weird, and I love it, and it's it's it, a weird movie. He always yeah. talks about like his movies always sort of open with the same numbers, and yeah. he's like, and this is exactly in the commentary for that movie. He's like, yeah, that's exactly what happened with this one, right? And we were making it just for them. It's like 
But as a movie studio, they could count on that. They're like, oh yeah, he's going to bring. No, this I know. It's just like it's crazy. I, we were talking about all that on the commentary that like, you know, we talked about how the Universal Monsters were the OG Justice League or the uh, original Dinatron City Gang. I think that's another thing mm. that's going to catch wow, on. That's a deep mm. Yeah, wow. uh, but, but that like Kevin Smith having a shared universe at the dawn of the internet made us obsess over these weird yeah. small comedies Mall a lot more. The day before, but yeah. you know. Where's Rick Darius? He's only in the first movie. They and Joey they funeral. it shares the universe with Scream because Jay yes. and Silent Bob yeah. show up in Scream. Yeah, it, like, it, it, like Kevin Smith cleverly used comic book logic and nerd <laughs> continuity to make those these comedies like more worth obsessing over. And then I watched the first Stanley cameo. But this movie came out in theaters and had like a, a had a commercial on NBC, and it's like you'll never understand what's happening in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's bad. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. If you're a USU fan, you'll yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. It's I, all jokes. I, I love that the Clerks cartoon, like, somebody was actively trying to kill this. It was on ABC, which, yep. first off, wrong audience. Wrong audience. Yeah. And Who'd already killed the... I think they were, well, they were the airing it opposite connection. fucking yeah. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? No, it's not going to survive. Yeah, it's, it's someone threw fucking millions of dollars into a fucking air conditioning fan and just yeah. didn't give a shit. Like, man, we made it, we tried. Oh, and they started with the second episode, which was a clip show of the first episode, a, so it makes no sense. A giant joke. They should have been run together yeah. at the same time. Sure. If you hated the show that much, run mm-hmm. it together. Mm-hmm. But we have a commentary on both those episodes now, and it's really interesting to go rewatch this again. Hooray. Because, like, like Michael said, the second episode is a joke clip show, and there's only been one episode to flash back to. <laughs> And it's very weird. Why are we walking like this? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show, and I think it only gets better. I think it just gets like the and this the last it episode. Has a, it is a great six episode trajectory. Yeah, because it like yeah. it hmm. the first the pilot is piloty, and the second one like that's really fucking weird. By the time it gets to the hmm. sixth episode, like why aren't there more of these right now? It's well when you watch it in the order they actually intended for you to hmm. watch them in. It's actually a really good show, really good. and not you know showing and this, the clip this show, sixth the episode, show, much like Strike Back, is all jokes for fans of. This yeah. six-episode show and Kevin Smith movies, like, for no one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. find that when I rewatch that, it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about all these bits that suck. Uh, and I just remembered the funny parts. Yeah. You're a fig. Yeah, they had, a, they had the, the guy named Lando. <laughs> this is the one black guy in the show was named Lando. Yeah. Hey, Lando. Hey, Lando. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really understand all the, the weird black phobic jokes in that. Like the shack, Caddyshack three, the shack is back and black, and they're like, ah, no, and they run away. Like, Which became what? a real film. It was a yeah, real movie. Eventually. It was yeah. called Who's Your Caddy? Who's Your Caddy? So oh everyone can be embarrassed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else do we do at patreoncom slash night? We do. Uh, we have a new bonus time with the Z talking about uh, Sundance, and we have the commentary for Clerks uh, and a commentary last week for Animaniacs. So mm. let's check that out too. Uh, this is how we make the show happen. Keep the equipment up. This is how we do Keep it. Keep us fed. Thirty twenty ten is a show that you and I host with the better Michael Raparez, Mister Michael Raparez, Diana Goodman, Mister Diana Mr. Goodman. Yeah, wait a minute. I don't know. But, She's uh, manlier than you. That's that's well, true. Yeah, yeah, I, I meant won't to. Argue. For the record, I meant to insult you and not her. She mm-hmm. could kick my ass. You, you probably couldn't. But uh, we look at the very week you listened to it thirty years ago in pop culture. Thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago, including movies, TV, video games, news events. We talk about it all from 1988, 1998, and 2008. We talked mm. recently about uh, when when I saw Half Baked. Mm-hmm. This half baked just turned twenty. We have a commentary for on if you're a patron, or you can go to lasertime.bandcamp, pick up any of those commentaries. 
that you want. Uh, and the guy, I remember I told the story about a guy rolling a joint in front of his teacher. <laughs> yeah. He just messaged me because I didn't know he listened to the show. <laughs> um, and so just to prove that it's like, no, that really happened. It seemed like it didn't really happen. Like getting yeah. caught with pot by your teacher trying to sneak in a half baked. Mm-hmm. It did happen. Barack did Obama happen. was his name. No, but he's in Manhattan. Does that narrow it down? Try and find them. Is it Woody Allen? Try and find... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I thought I, I too much spit was on it. I, I don't know what I could have done. I'm I, like, 61. Is it a problem? I'm, I'm 60 years old. I had a, I had a 40-year-old English teacher. She Does was it, ugly to me. Hey, who wants to go to the prom <laughs> with me? By the way, I got to point out, this is uh, Chris's third Jewish stereotype impersonation <laughs> of the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to no. do. No. Woody Allen impressions do not count as a Jewish stereotype. You're doing a Woody Allen impression. I've been disowned by most fault. Jews anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an evil person are you I just do. acting like a bad person i would like my movies if that nervous fellow wasn't always in i movie. used to when i was in a sketch group i pitched again <laughs> and again a character they wouldn't let me do whose name was hoodie allen who was woody allen wearing a hoodie and that was it and <laughs> they, would, they would never let me do it yeah. there's no jokes <laughs> he just so came out if and you want to make allen. matt's hoodie allen dreams come true go to patreon.com slash laser time but right. there are yeah. lots of other ways to support the show times are tough we all know out there, if you can't afford to go to patreon.com slash laser time, there's free ways to support the show. Go to youtube.com slash laser time. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to like and subscribe on the videos. Go to twitch.com slash laser time. Watch the weekly streams these guys do playing video games. You can also go to lasertimepodcast.com and click on any of the Amazon links, and that will actually, Ooh. they will get a few cents when you buy anything through Amazon by mm-hmm. clicking on that link. But you Thank have you, to click on that link to apply. There's also... <laughs> have you thought of working in marketing? I, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I do this for if you like something, share it. That Another way that you can help out the show is, you know, Chris works hard reading these commercials and these, these sponsored deals. If you actually go and take advantage of one of these sponsorships, which I did recently, which that one? helps ah. the show. I would rather not say which ah, one. Right. I didn't know. Did you get an RX bar? No. Um, no, I, for, I, for people like me. Uh, I know what it well, is I, don't, I never know which sponsors we have, and so I don't want to mention is one that, that may or may one? not be there, right? So, But go to that, and that actually helps. Every time you actually redeem one of those offers, that helps ensure that they get more sponsorships. And I have the same bald spot. Future. I know what he's doing. Yeah. Did you see that news story that said McDonald's fries? Hold the cure for baldness. Right. Oh my God! I'll, that, I'll that see you guys later. later. Hey, like, let's get the fuck out of here. I said that, Matt needed an excuse to go to McDonald's. I am again. living proof that that's not true. But <laughs> if you say anything from McDonald's keeps you from going bald, I can tell you that's not fucking true. Yeah, I feel like what your hoodie Allen character needed is like uh, another some, somebody else playing George Zimmerman, who's like constantly <laughs> on your trail, like like an Elmer Fudd Bugs Bunny situation. I wasn't going for it. They were just skittles. Uh, I, I just swear to God, I just needed a I, drink. I just. I wanted to get the Skittles out. Ugh. I know oh, it's I do dark in San Francisco. The box. Uh, Ouch. Uh. Well, on that note, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. I'm assuming everyone's got their plugs out now. I can end the show. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I hope they put the coughing and the wheezing in the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all going out. This is going to be hell to edit. Maybe you should try stop coughing.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he exhales, smoke is uh-huh. Can't happen to me. Have, have you tried not being depressed? Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was hardcore. He wasn't, that's a, he wasn't specifically talking to you. That's that's a common... Yes. Why does it hurt so much? Oh. Oh. I mean, let me try Someone again. Have heard? you tried just not vaping? Have you tried not being Italian? <laughs> that's... You can oh, go with that ooh, one. Oh, that's yeah, a good that's idea. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, more employable. Nose would shrink. <laughs> Back would be visible for just, the first time in years. Just smell better. Smell better. Uh, <laughs> I'm half Italian. 